When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hey, babe, let me call you right back. The show's starting, and Brady was out drinking with Charlie Weiss all day, so I don't know what type of shape he's going to be in, so i gotta, I got to <laughs> check don't, in. Don't I'll, I'll call there. you back after the show. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. My man, golfer extraordinaire, Brady Quinn, what's the hell happening, man? What's going on? I wish that was the case, uh, but this was one of the first rounds I had all year uh, supporting Charlie Weiss's charity foundation. It's also Dwight Stevenson's as well, but they've got a a couple initiatives they've got going on. Charlie obviously has a daughter with special needs, so that's what his uh, foundation really goes towards, Hannah and Friends. His daughter's name's Hannah, and Dwight Stevenson obviously is trying to help uh, youth who are kind of at risk, um, you you know, just helping them out kind of having a better opportunity to receive a higher education, things of that nature. So, oh, you know, overall, great event. Had a great time. Uh, always fun to do that kind of stuff. But, man, I got to tell you, it is embarrassing when, like, you're, you're a celebrity, right? So some group <laughs> pays to be with you. And when you have not golfed in a while and, like, you're not with good golfers, which fortunately today I was. I was with a good group. But it doesn't mean they're always going to hit good shots. And their pressure is on you. And if you don't deliver, 
it is one of the most deflating things ever because it, like if like if you're starting and playing a football game, right? And let's say, you know, it's a clutch moment, last second of the game, you're trying to deliver, you're trying to drive your team down the field. Let's say it doesn't work out, right? You go in the locker room, you shower up, talk to the media, talk to your you know, team, whatever, and you go home. This could happen on the first, second, third hole, and you might have 15 more holes you got to play with these guys where you're continuing to let them down. So that's where, like, it, it's, it's one of the tougher things to do if you're not a good golfer or you don't have the opportunity to play a lot. And don't you feel like you got to – like everybody's in competition with you because it's such a feather in the cap to say, you know, Brady Quinn, heck of a quarterback, hell of a radio host, guy stinks at golf. I, I buried him uh, <laughs> on the course yesterday. Like you feel like you're always in competition. That's why I never tell people what I do for a living. Whenever I, I meet him for the first time, I just make something up. I just what, compl- so what, what's your typical go to? Because you, you know how it is. <sighs> I don't care what you are, or who you do. If you make something up, if you make up a lie, you have a go to for whatever that scenario is. What's yours? Uh well, I mean, back in uh, in my single days uh, when I was dating, I used to go uh, professional tennis player. Um, that was one that I went <laughs> that I went with several times. Your facial just, hair is a dead giveaway yeah, th- for not being well, a professional tennis player. Yeah, but you know, I'm in between. Uh, I remember back in the day, I made up a story that uh, <laughs> that I had uh, that I was a red shirt at Duke as a basketball player, but I was rehabbing an injury, which is why I was at some party in Santa Barbara one time. I mean, th- you, just you name it. I mean, there's there's a there's a toolbox full of stuff that I can go to at any I, moment in time. Wait, Jonas, how tall are you? Six two. I mean, is that really that believable for Duke? Hey, when people are hammered, they'll believe anything. <laughs> they'll believe anything. I could walk up to a group of guys at a party at a frat somewhere and tell them I'm RuPaul, and they would believe me. So uh, any, anything is possible when the booze are flowing. But listen, you know, you just uh, people are always in competition with you, though. You know, like it's so I, I would imagine. Although you didn't feel good about how you performed on the course, there was probably somebody there who was like, "Yeah, it was so much better than Brady Quinn," and they're bragging to all their friends. So. Quite possibly. The, the group I play with was actually awesome. A uh, really good group of guys up from the Northeast area. My wife's from Boston. They actually uh, they, they work down in Rhode Island, but a lot of them live up in Boston. Um, so good group of guys. Like Seriously, it wasn't necessarily like that. Maybe they're saying that now. I don't know. Although they, they used a little bit of my shots, a little bit of everyone's shots. It was a pretty good group. So all in all, great day. A lot of money raised um, for, for Charlie Weiss's foundation as well as Dwight Stevenson's. Um, and I'm not going to say... I, I can't say what course we played at because it's gonna, it's a little bit Why controversial. Because you know how it gets. What's controversial sudden, about as, it? It's like Charlie it, Weiss is doing a good thing. It's for charity. It, it's for his daughter. He's but, raising a ton of cash. Exactly. It's a good thing. That's the issue, right? But the, but the second you mention <coughs> Trump, um, and it, it was on his oh. course, right? All of a sudden, okay. yeah. all of a sudden, you. people have an issue with it. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, you know. That has to like you know you yeah. can't talk about it, but <laughs> yeah, they, it's weird how one word changes the entire landscape of a of a radio show, isn't it? You know, you know, you know what the fun part was though is our <laughs> caddy because we you know every group's assigned a caddy even though you're still in carts, and he's like, yeah, Trump plays out here, and Eddie goes, yeah, he's uh, it, it's interesting. He's like, only thing I'll say that this young man said was he goes, he's not as good of a golfer as what uh, as what he says. He goes that that's for sure. Yeah. No, it's um. Well, listen, you had, you had a good day. Uh, did you get an early start time? When you, when will you start to fade during the show? Are we talk an hour three when your eyes start to shut down and, and you go into shutdown mode. What are we talking about? Will you power through here? Do you have coffee with you? Are you ready to rock? I, I'm, I, yo, I've got a, I've got a nice cup of coffee with me. I'll make another one if I have to. But I, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be good to go because guess what? Yeah, we got the all star.
All-Star game. Oh, man. Let me I tell mean, you how, something. How excited are you for Oof, this? I got news for you, man. Uh, if you want to rank one of the biggest wastes of time <laughs> on the sports calendar, it's the NBA All-Star game. Wow, what a bad game. Are you watching the NBA tip-off show right now with Jamie Foxx? Is that Jamie Foxx? That is Jamie Foxx, and it's guys who appear to be dancing around with, with what could only be described as it's like a pony on a stick. I don't you know, know what that's called. Right, well, that, that's called Thursday night for me. But um, <laughs> let's – so, so here's, here's don't, my – Don't take away Bobo's thunder well, if you know what I well, mean. Well, okay? my, here's my problem with Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx is out right now. He's, he's dressed as a cowboy from the waist up, and he's dressed casual from the waist down. If you're gonna do it, go all the way out. All right, we're not we're not we're not cutting things in half here. Like, go all the way out. If you're gonna dress like a cowboy and you want to look like you're gonna go cow tipping later on, then dress all the way out. Come on, man. Like, I'm talking spurs. I'm talking chaps. I'm uh, the works. I disagree. All right, here's why. For starters. Jamie Foxx is performing, but he's not leaving. Now he's going to take this jacket off and the hat and the scarf or whatever else, the bandana, whatever else he's wearing. Of course. So he's got to make a wardrobe change, man. Like It's going to be much easier for him to make a simple wardrobe change by taking off what he has on over top of, I'm sure, what he's wearing the rest of the night. And the other issue is, you know, you, do you remember the Super Bowl halftime show? With Justin Timberlake? Yeah. He went all in on that yeah. sort of style and outfit, right? And, and what was... Um, you know what was what everyone will talk about after the fact. They didn't like what he was wearing. They didn't like the whole get up. They didn't, they didn't think it really flowed together and made sense. Even though his new albums, Man in the Woods, and all that, which I kind of thought it went with that. But I mean, anyway, but, the, the whole point is this: if you go one hundred percent all in, it can end up rubbing some people the wrong way. I showed up in a leather jacket one time to my brother's bar, and um, I've ne- you ever have somebody tell you you look like someone, and it it just you have no response to it. It just occurs to you, wow, they couldn't be more that, correct. That happened with you and me when I when I told you you looked like the villains from Superman. Okay, well, I mean, uh, we talked about this. I, I sent you a picture, okay. and you, you didn't want to acknowledge it. Well, listen, uh, that's well, we'll get into that at hour three. That is, that, and that that's fine. Okay, that that is a whole other conversation because you pointed out a picture, and then I brought up when the picture was taken, which was at a funeral, and then you felt bad, and I didn't mean to. It, to, <laughs> I to bring completely up your guilt. forgot about that part yeah. of the conversation. All <laughs> okay, right, I, I'm never mentioning that again. Though. I I showed up in a leather jacket to my brother's bar and we just got off on this conversation about great documentaries that are out and there was one on George Michael and we were just talking and kind of go he's like yeah I mean, yeah George Michael there's this documentary it's on Showtime it's this it's that and and he goes so you were so inspired by the documentary that you dressed up like him tonight and I froze I went into a state of shock because it, it occurred right then and there I looked exactly like George Michael I've never <laughs> I've never felt more bodied in my life like what just happened. So, Jamie Foxx, listen, you're not alone, man. We all make uh, fashion mistakes. Uh, no uh, no harm, no foul. We've all done it from one point to another. Um, let me ask you this, so Brady Quinn. Do you get anything from this All-Star game? No is an acceptable answer. Yeah, no, because there's, there's, <laughs> there's really nothing on the line, and no one plays defense. It's not competitive. I, I personally... I uh, don't really enjoy it. I used to enjoy the dunk contest, and I know we're going to talk about that a oh, little God. bit later on, but that's even lost a lot of its luster. Sucks. And, and I th- I, well, I think it's it's lost some creativity, and, and I don't know if you want to put that blame on the people who put on the dunk contest or the dunkers themselves of not being able to come up with something more. Um, I mean, I, I, are we hitting a sticking point? Is this is this kind of like running the 100 meters 
where you kind of recall there was a period of time where guys would be able to break a world record, and then they figured out, all right, is, is it doping? Is it guys taking steroids? Are they cheating? Is it something else? Uh, or, or are humans just evolving that much more? And then you kind of figure out, no, they were just taking some steroids. And, yeah. And then we kind of settled back into a, a plateau. Is this, is this like the plateau of the dunk contest? I, I don't know. Like, well, first of all, can you dunk? Have you ever been able yeah. to dunk a basketball? Yeah, yeah. I love how you say, yeah, like that's a natural thing. Yeah. I'm 6'4", <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, it, it's not, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a taller guy, so I'd hope I'd be able to. Well, listen, you've got two, three inches on me, uh, and, and never mind. Where it counts. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, but but now, uh, but I'm talking about the height as well, too. Um, yeah, so yeah he I. does. <laughs> um, so, so when you say, like, oh, of course I can dunk, that's not a normal thing, man. Okay, because I don't know if you knew this or not, right? I'm going to spell everybody. I'm just fill everybody in on this. Uh, Brady and I are white, okay? <laughs> so the fact, that he, the fact that he can dunk is a huge revelation. Like, that is a huge – are we talking one hand? Can you go two hands? What kind of dunk could you do? Yeah, I could do both. Yeah, I, and I was actually – you know, some guys hands. are better, like, elevating with the, with the ball or, like, getting a running start. I was actually okay kind of just – you know, one step and, and almost like a vertical jump. Uh, and then other guys are better. Like some guys can dunk better if they're like bouncing it yeah. off, like someone's throwing it up to them or off the backboard. I was always better doing that. I was never good like carrying the basketball with me and then doing a certain type of dunk. I love our balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was our pre-show meeting. Why? Uh, that was just an awkward drop. <laughs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> Terrible Listen. timing. Listen, for some reason, uh, Bobo's phone is plugged into the board here. And uh, when people send him voice messages, they just pop up on the air. I have no idea the people he hangs out with. All I know is the voice of Crenshaw. Uh, listen, I'm just here to help. Just here to do a radio show. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next, Brady and I, okay, Brady and I will solve a major problem going on in the world of sports. This is a huge issue. We are going to fix it next year on FSR. The song makes me want to. Just pack a horseshoe of Copenhagen. Just a just a horseshoe. Go oh, go talking go, about me for the last few minutes. Top and bottom horseshoe of Copenhagen. Listening to Leonard Skinner. So you call it a horseshoe? Yeah, it's a horseshoe. Where, where I'm from, um, people would call like a, a big big chew or a big dip a hog's leg. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, man. I mean well, that's that's when you get into like you, rural parts of Ohio. Yeah. That's what they would refer to it as. Come on, you can't you can't drop a name like that on this show and expect it to just go. We're just gonna leave that there, really. <laughs> what do you gonna, mean? Like a hog's leg? What does a hog's, a hog's leg, leg have to do with chewing tobacco? Like it, it, it's well. First off, you're talking about a horseshoe. I'm not sure, sure really where you're going with that. But oh. what? Well, I'm just saying, like the top and bottom, it wraps around like a horseshoe. Like that's okay. that's what and, a lot and of a people hog's do. Hog's leg, where like there's a little bit of a faint, where you can kind of see like where the impression starts. Yeah. And then it's a big wad of chew, so it kind of starts off skinny, much like a, a pig leg. Mm. And as it gets wider, and mm-hmm. it gets you know like a big bowl in the side of your mouth. Mm. It's called a hog's leg, man. Right. Uh, we'll have uh, more continued trough talk with Brady Quinn coming up <laughs> later on in the show. <laughs> As he continues to be inappropriate here on a Sunday night. Um, all right, so Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I got. Okay, I'm going to run a theory, but so they're doing the introductions uh, in the NBA All Star Game. Neat. Um, I've got a theory that I want to run by you, an idea. Okay, because listen, we like to we tried to offer some changes to the uh, Pro Bowl 
You know, we, we offered some ideas on how you could change and kind of spice up the Pro Bowl, and I thought we hit them out of the park. If, well, you, if you'd like us to repeat those, tough balls. Go get it on the podcast whenever we did it. Yeah, and can I just ask you this? After watching the Pro Bowl, did, did you feel like it, it doesn't need to be tweaked? I mean, did you feel like maybe our suggestions would have helped them make it, I, have a better product? I, I got to be honest with you, man. The Pro Bowl was just kind of like background noise. Like I don't even like I don't even remember one single moment from the game. Like I'll be truthful with you. Are we on the air? I'll there be was truthful a pick with you. six. I, no I, I remember Harrison Smith. Had oh a pick yeah, six. of course you do because he's Notre and Dame. I, that's true. And I did see I did see Harry today, but I uh, I remember thinking to myself that guy was an All Pro and he wasn't a first ballot uh, Pro Bowler. Your back all right? Uh, no, it, it actually is locked up right now. Oh, I was so going to say. I, I, because of all the all these names you've dropped in the first two segments, I was wondering if your back was hurt. What names? I dropped one. Char- one name. Charlie Weiss and Harry Smith, better it known as Harrison Smith. It was his foundation of that man. Jeez, jeez. Uh, all right. So, um, so I want to propose uh, some ideas uh, to to help change. All right. So Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, uh, he was speaking on Saturday, and he talked about potential playoff changes that they're going to try and make some changes to the NBA playoffs. Here was Commissioner Adam Silver. When we get to the playoffs, should we, be, should we be taking either the best 16 teams or even if we go eight from the west, eight from the east, seeding one through 16 going into the, into the playoffs? And that is something that has gotten serious attention, not, not just recently, but over the last few years at the league office. The obstacle is travel, and it's, it's not tradition, in my mind at least. It's that as we've added an extra week to the regular season, as we've tried to reduce the number of back-to-backs, that we are concerned about teams crisscrossing the country in the first round. Okay, so that was Adam Silver, the commissioner. Very confusing, all over the place, travel, seating, all, all sorts of just, just weird sort of thoughts. And so everybody looked at it and said, oh, man, well, that means you're, it's going to be reseeding and all this and no, no, it's a real easy fix, okay? It, this, is, this is an easy fix. And it's like Adam Silver is overlooking the most obvious thing to do. You've lived with roommates, right? You've lived yeah. with, okay. Yeah. You ever had it to where, like, the sink is piling up with dishes? Yes. And, and you've oh. got to, like, maneuver around the dishes to wash your hands? When the no. solution is, just wash the dishes. Yeah, and, and I always ended up being the guy to do that. So, unfortunately, like, I was, I was the poor bastard who yeah. would just be like, you know what, I'm tired of this, I'm going to wash them, so I don't have to worry about this and look at this every Right. Day. Okay, so if Adam Silver wants to just clean the dishes in the sink instead of maneuvering around him to try and wash his hands, I got an easy solution for you. Real easy. Make shorter series. Okay? If you're tired of, of the product and the uneven matchups, why don't we spice things up a little bit? First round is three games, second round is a best of five, and the conference finals and the NBA finals are a best of seven. Problem solved. Now all of a sudden you've got incentive to want to watch some of these games. And if you're a team like uh, that's fighting for an eight seed and you're two spots out and you're trying to decide whether or not you want to tank to get into the lottery or you want to make a playoff run, now all of a sudden all you got to do is win two games and you win the first round of your playoffs. I know that they'll never do this because of the money that's involved, but he's like talking about all these other these other ideas on on moving teams around, and it's not really by conference. Easy fix, man. The playoffs stink up until the conference finals and the finals. So let's speed things up and let's make it a little bit more dangerous for the top seeds. It's a novel idea. I just it's not going to happen. No, I know it's not. Yeah, um, and, and that's and that's the hard part is you'd like to see that because you'd like to see there be more on the line. And here's the other thing: besides making those games more dramatic because they're more meaningful, you don't have as many, and you can't afford to really lose one. In particular, in a three-game series, which I love, by the way. This is my, this might be one of your best ideas. No, I think so. 
the other issue is, you know, you, you maybe you don't see players sit out at the end of the season for as many games to yeah. rest up for the playoffs because now those series are shorter. Yep. And, and maybe all of a sudden it becomes a little bit more meaningful when you've got a shorter series and if you're the home team, you have home court advantage, right? Because now all of a sudden you only get two shots to play at home, one on the road. You know, there's, It's not as long of a series. You don't have the ability to try to make a run. It's it's pretty much win or go home or win best two out of three, and, and, that, and that's it. I mean, it's a pretty short deal. So I actually like that. I think maybe they're not going to have to deal with what we dealt with at the end of last season. And don't you remember Adam Silver talking about the fact that they need to do something to mandate so you know some of the Stars players won't be sitting out in regular season games yeah. toward the end of the season because fans buy tickets and they come there just to see these Stars play, and then all of a sudden they're not in the lineup? Well, this would kind of circumvent that. Here's, here's a perfect scenario for you. Okay, so imagine you're watching right now. If the playoffs started today, you've got a 2-7 matchup in the Western Conference. You've got Golden State playing Portland. Portland just beat Golden State. Less than a week ago. Just beat them and looked really good in doing so. So all of a sudden, if Portland... Imagine that is the opening game of a three-game series. Now all of a sudden, Golden State is sitting there with their backs against the wall in game two. Like It it completely changes the game on on tanking going into the playoffs, on the the odds of a team beating another team. It's why the NFL always had an, always has an advantage in the playoffs. We were on the air last year during the NBA playoffs. Brady, the first month and a half were garbage. I mean, yeah. nobody cared. We all knew what the finals were going to be. Nobody gave a rip. And then once we got to the finals, they, it, it wasn't everything it lived up to be. It was done in five games. Like, the NFL... Has the is is more like March Madness than than say the NBA is because in the NFL, I mean, you have a bad half, your season's over. You know, like if the Patriots and Eagles played each other seven times, I would I would I would bet on the on the Patriots to win that game, win four out of those seven games. But that didn't happen. They only played once, and now Philly's celebrating a Super Bowl and eating horse droppings off the ground in the streets of Philly. Like if if you're the NBA, the problem it's an easy fix. Just spice up the first couple of rounds of the playoffs and make it a whole better watch. Here's the other issue with trying to just get rid of essentially conferences at that point and doing a one through 16 seating where you get the top teams kind of, you know, playing off from there. Here's the only issue I have with that is, you know, then you're kind of making the regular season meaningless. Like if you're all of a sudden going to get rid of conferences when it comes to the playoffs and just re-rank them one through 16 and then, and then go through a playoff format from there, aside from the travel, and having teams that to have to you know potentially fly across the country and all that, um, which which won't really play into the ability to rest and everything else. You're also looking at the fact that it devalues the regular season. It devalues the fact that you know if you're in the East right now, you have a much easier time playing regular yeah. season games than you do in the West. Yeah. I mean, let's just be honest. It's been that way for a little while. It doesn't mean it's always the case. I mean, look, when I grew up, it was the East. You know, the Chicago Bulls reigned supreme. It was Michael Jordan. And, and that was the team that you had to beat, and the East was much tougher. It doesn't matter if it was the Cavs, the Pistons, you know, the Knicks at that point in time, too. You could throw in a bunch of teams into the conversation, but the East back then, at one point in my childhood, dominated the West. And, and then it kind of flipped back over. Then you saw the Lakers kind of go on a run. Then you saw the Celtics have some success as well as the Pistons. So this goes back and forth. I, I kind of hate when we look uh, into a window of time and we all of a sudden say, we need to make a change for change's sake because people are unhappy with how the result was this year, the past couple years. What they need to do is figure out a way of not allowing teams to put together a super team like the Golden State Warriors have right now. I mean, that, that's my biggest issue with all of it. Because if Golden State couldn't have as many all-stars as they have on their squad, 
you know, you're probably looking at a, a Western Conference that's much more competitive, and an NBA that you're not looking at. You know, both sides saying, I, I think we can predict. You know who's going to be the teams playing in the NBA Finals this season? What's the point of even watching in the regular season? All right, I, I have a follow up to that because I, I know exactly where you're going with that, and I think this is also a solution for the NBA. Listen, we're just solving problems here. It's what we do. I mean, consider yeah. us doctors. Okay, we, we are, are the sports talk. FEMA. We do. That's what we are. It's, it's, right? it's, there's an issue. There's a problem. If federal funds are not sent our way. They're sent to other people. We should be getting them, but either way, we come up with solutions. And by the way, this guy sent a tweet in earlier that said, uh, "Typical, you're only making fun of the NBA All Star Game because." Because ESPN has it, and because Fox doesn't. What? Duh. Well, first <laughs> I mean, off, duh. I, I, <laughs> Come I'm, on, I'm watching, pal. I'm watching TNT right now. Yeah. So is is, well, is that ESPN? Uh, you Sorry. know, that, that's another uh, another outlet you can uh, you can get the uh, NBA All Star Game. Listen, okay. we're we're not here to promote Jeez, other shows. There is one show on the air from eight to eleven p.m. Eastern time. Five to eight Pacific time, two to five Hawaii time, and uh, some other time in Hong Kong. And it's this show here with Knox and Quinn. Uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We will continue to uh, – we're, we're, look, we're surgeons here. We're going to fix a major issue in the world of sports. We're doing more of that next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve DeSager. Just a few minutes away from tip-off of the NBA All-Star Game. Fergie singing the national anthem right now in L.A. It's going to be Team LeBron against Team Steph. And for Steph Curry's squad, it's not bad. It doesn't look as good on paper as LeBron's team with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and the rest, but Curry does have starting James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, and off the bench for Curry. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, Carl Anthony Towns, and others. Each winning team member now gets $100,000. Tonight's losers still get $25,000 each. The NBA regular season, of course, is off and games won't resume until Thursday night. Right now, midway through the first half in college hoops, Penn State leading at number 6 Purdue, 16-15. Fifth-ranked Cincinnati lost at home to Wichita State, 76-72. And number 8 Ohio State lost at Michigan, 74-62. Duke a winner at Clemson, 66-57. Old Miss basketball coach Andy Kennedy stepped down, effective immediately. Austin Dillon won the Daytona 500, taking the lead on the last lap, bumping Eric Almirola out of the way. Bubba Watson took the golf event in Los Angeles by two strokes. Phil Mickelson was four back. Jordan Spieth, five back. And at the Winter Olympics, U.S. women's hockey has its semifinal tonight against Finland about 11 p.m. Eastern time. Right now, Norway leads the overall medal count with 26. The U.S. has 10 medals, including five gold. Back to you. Uh, thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so, Brady, I want to I continue with this uh, as we await uh, the waste of time that is the All-Star game. Um, so we've, we, are, we are going to try and, and fix a solution. We're coming up with a solution to fix a problem that the NBA has. So Adam Silver proposes this playoff format change, and they're considering it. And I just think that, listen, it's real easy. Three, five, seven, seven. That's the, the, the series in the opening round of the playoffs. It's three. Second round is five. Seven and seven in the conference finals and the finals. Now, to your point, you were talking about how the league is real top-heavy, right? That they've got these super teams. Unfortunately, yeah. it's at a place now to where that's just kind of the thing, and teams, for right or wrong, teams have just sort of figured out that, hey, if we can control where we want to play and who we want to play with, let's take the power and let's run with it. So to me, 
this would actually help the NBA and their cause because if all of a sudden you're a top-heavy team and you lose the first game of that opening round and you're down one nothing and you only need one more to win that game, now that second game becomes becomes watchable. Like I, there were times, and I'll be honest, because we're not on the air yet, so I can say this. I'm not going to be judged <laughs> because we're not on the air. But there was an opening round uh, playoff series a couple of years ago. I think it was Raptors-Pacers, and it was on a Tuesday night. I watched Deadliest Catch on Discovery Channel instead, okay? Deadliest Catch, <laughs> where it seems like every guy on the ship takes turns being a drug addict, okay? I watched that over the opening round of, a, of an NBA playoff series. Like, these games aren't watchable early on. They're tough. Um, and, and I had this conversation with a buddy and I. He used to live down in South Florida where I live and ended up moving away. Um, so I, I don't get to enjoy in, in watching NBA playoff games with them anymore. But what I do recall is this. Typically for the first round, we would get hammered because it was unwatchable. They just weren't competitive. <laughs> so in order to be able to get through the game itself, okay. we would just get hammered, and, and then we would move on okay. to the next round. Hold on. Uh, but that was, that was my own personal experience. Oh, hold on that. a second. No, can, yeah. we, can we keep it here real quick? Okay, I just yeah. want to put everything on hold, because if you drop tidbits like that on the air, we need to, we need to dive in a little deeper. Okay. Set the scene. What are we drinking? What are we wearing? Curse words. You name it. What is going on there? Set the scene for us. Uh, well, 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 this particular friend, his name's Rush. And Rush happens to be uh, one of my more like intellectual, stimulating type people. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, he can uh, philosophize a, a, bunch of different, a bunch of different things. It, it could be anything from what we're talking about now with solutions to the playoff system, which we had talked about before sometimes, uh, or anything else. You know, uh, it could be, you know, in-game strategy, right? And why it's so hard to stop the Golden State Warriors. Uh, typically, it depends. It could be anything from scotch to beers mm-hmm. to whatever. I mean, I, I do not um, – I, I don't really care when it comes to that. It just depends on, on what kind of the mood was. Right. Um, and, and would be curse words, of course, because, you know, typically to make the game more interesting – and you know this, Jonas, because you're a bit of a degenerate gambler at times. Uh, I, I take offense to that. Sir. Well, it's, well it right. may or may not be true, but but the the truth of the matter is, you might lay we might lay some bets down. Um, so that was what kind of a, an, encompassed the night. Uh, and then typically, my wife, we've got a TV that's outside. My wife would like kick us outside because we'd be too rowdy, we'd be a little bit too noisy, and, and everything else, depending on how the game went. So when she yelled at you, did she have her Boston accent? Uh, yeah. <laughs> only if she was oh, drinking. Yeah. Only <laughs> only if she's drinking, then all of a knock it off a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I can't even say what she would say because there's some <laughs> choice words in there. But oh man, uh, but, um, it, but yeah. Th- but the the point being, early on in the NBA playoffs, there's no reason to watch. I mean, there really isn't. I mean, there's an occasional four or five matchup that's interesting. I just think, and I know that this all goes back to money. And and if you had three, five, seven, and seven, you're basically getting rid of six games each series, and that's a lot of money that flows through. But isn't the league making a lot of money already? And and I just I, I think that they've got it. They've got to look at it and realize you've got to create a sense of urgency. Like that's what what March Madness has that a lot of other sports don't. You create a sense of urgency. Like the pro to the NBA playoff format, the way it is, is that if if you're in, into true competition, if you're one of those people that says I want the best person to win, best guy, best woman, best team, whatever. Like the current format in the NBA playoffs is the best team wins every time because you've got to beat somebody four out of seven four times. So so in that regard, it's perfect and it makes all the sense in the world. 
But come on, man. Like, if you're going to embrace a top-heavy league, you need to start adjusting some of the way you look at this postseason, and I think you just need to limit the opening rounds. I really do. I'm with you on that. I just think it's, it's a hard sell to leagues when TV networks are willing to pay up the money um, for the additional game that's meaningless, right? I mean, you're talking about going from times. It's a little bit different in your case because you're making it a three-game series um, you know, for the first round, right? So you may only get two games. And it's not that different if, it was, if they moved it to a five-game series, right? Yeah. And it was, it was a best of five. You can only get one more game, right? And it still might be a 2-0 or if it was a five-game series, a 3-0, right? Um, and, and that's still at risk for, for some of the TV networks. That may work out that way. And if you go, we'll go back to, uh, what was it, last year's? Um, or you know, I mean, you can look through the, the you know history of they're, the first round of the NBA playoffs. They're, they're not too, that competitive. They're two months long. It's two months of NBA playoff basketball. It's like, man, come on! Like, like every and people get worked. Also, I think it's it, it it makes a lot of people that do sports radio and sports TV like you you run less of a risk of sounding dumb if you lower the number of games in the opening rounds. Cause now, because before, I mean, a team would lose and it would be tied 1-1. It'd be like, oh, my God. You remember when we were on the air when Avery Bradley hit some bounce-in three and the Celtics won game three, I think it was, in the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah. And, the, and the conversation all over sports radio and TV the next day was, ooh, what a big win for Boston. Does that mean that they've got a shot in the series? Um, yes, you over there, uh, Mr. Knox. Uh, no, that would mean that they don't have a shot. Okay, stop overreacting. It's one game out of seven. It doesn't mean anything. But all of a sudden, if it's a five-game series or a three-game series or something like that, one game actually has an impact on, on the long run. Okay, but here's my only other question to you because there's two ways of looking at it. Right now you have, what, 16 teams? Yes. Okay? Um, do you think all 16 teams are, are always deserving? I think there's probably you can make the case for eight for sure. And there's that bottom half eight. I don't know that there's any that you see and you say they're on a Cinderella run, right? Because you're playing series – I think the better team typically ends up winning out in the end. It's very seldom that you yeah. see a team get hot. Oh, yeah, best team wins every time. Upset. Yeah, 100%. So, so my point would, would also be if you're upset about it being a two-month process because you have 16 teams and you're playing best of seven series, then the alternative to that would be cut it in half. Have the top four teams from each conference go, and you have them play off, and, and there you have it. You, you don't need the additional teams because then it makes the math cleaner as far as how they would move from – you know, again, the, the conference um, will be conference semifinals, and then they go to the conference finals, and they play off for the NBA finals. See, and, that's, that's and, the and celebrity I, I, in you. That's the celebrity no, mentality in you. I'm just saying you. What, what you're trying to accomplish there is the same thing, right? You shorten the window of time that you're having the NBA playoffs. You're cutting off the fat, and you're actually getting to the leaner teams that have more of a legitimate shot of winning the NBA finals. Like, I, I know it sounds a little bit absurd because we're so accustomed to seeing 16, and we always think more is better. I just don't think more is better right now in the NBA. Now, the hard part is then you'd have to maybe look at, all right, are we doing it, you know, the, the top uh, four teams from, from each conference, right? Or are we going to sit there and say, no, it should be the top eight teams based on their regular season record. But that still goes all the way back to the initial conversation. What's the point of having conferences then, right? If, if that's how you're going to end up creating the playoff scenario once you get there. What's the point of having conferences if you've got one side that's traditionally weaker than the other, at least the East is compared to the West in recent history, and then all of a sudden you're going to change that once they get to the playoffs? Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is a surprising rumor 
about an NFL team and their pursuit of a quarterback who's a free agent. We'll tell you who that is next year on FSR. Is this Stone Temple Pilots? Oh, what man. is this? This Creed? Is, uh, is this Creed? What is it, Bobo? What is this? Oh, I will be playing the Black Panther soundtrack uh, for the rest of the day. Mm. Uh-huh. This is Neat. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Can we give Kendrick Lamar credit and not just, like, credit the soundtrack? Is, Everyone, is, everyone like, Hold on a second. Is Kendrick Lamar – have you ever seen him in person, Bobo? Have you ever seen a, like, yes. a picture of him? I've seen okay, him in person. Because I have a conspiracy theory on Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> okay? Yeah, I think you have, like, a, a, a conspiracy yeah. theory on pretty much everything. You bet your ass, man. Yeah. When, it, when it's when it's NFL offseason, you got to. We're trying to fill content here. <laughs> um, and I will tell you what that conspiracy theory is uh, after I let you know that we have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I think that Kendrick Lamar, and again, me being the voice of Crenshaw Boulevard, I think that Kendrick Lamar isn't an actual real person. I think it's a joint... <laughs> It's a joint project, a joint musical project featuring Kendrick Perkins, former Boston Celtic, wow. and Lamar Odom, former wow, drug addict. Bro. That's what I think. Uh, you How know about what? That? Sometimes, Bobo, you weigh in sometimes. <laughs> How about that, Jonas. I love you like a brother. You know that. No, you want no me to see walk right no, now? Don't. don't make me see walk. I'm done. Wow. Um, just Brady Quinn, how you doing this evening, bro? <laughs> uh, I, Voice of Crenshaw pre- here, baby. This is just an awkward segment Vo- so far. Voice of Crenshaw Boulevard. Yeah, all-star here. game. James Harden has the ball. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, James Harden, sneaky porn name. All right. Um, here on uh, Fox Sports Radio, we continue on here. Um, all right. So, Brady oh, Quinn, man. I want to ask you about A.J. McCarron. All right, because uh, I had no idea that A.J. McCarron was a top-tier, <laughs> top-tier, top-flight quarterback. I had no idea. And all of a sudden, I saw that A.J. McCarron won his grievance earlier this week, and A.J. McCarron is going to be a free agent quarterback. And now the latest rumor is that the Minnesota Vikings are going to be in hot pursuit of A.J. McCarron. What am I missing here about A.J. McCarron? Uh, a lot. And, and I think I'm, I'm missing a lot, too. Because, <laughs> look, in 2015 – when A.J. McCarron actually started three games, because he's played sparingly, sparingly since then. He only had 14 pass attempts in the past two years. So keep that in mind. Like, for all the people who want to get nuts about him because his touchdown-to-interception ratio looked good that year and you thought he played pretty well in 2015, guess what? So did Andy Dalton. Like, that Bengals team was far different or far removed from where they are today and what Dalton has been surrounded by offensively to protect him as well as some of the playmakers. Um, so I, I really feel like that 2-1 record, the 66 completion percentage, six touchdowns, the two interceptions, like that all to me was as much of a product of what was around him than anything else. Uh, and it's not a knock on A.J. McCarron. We just haven't seen him enough. I mean, are you really willing to invest a significant amount of money and a quarterback who's got 133 pass attempts in, in his career. And he hasn't started a game, mind you. Hasn't started a game in three years. But all of a sudden, you think he's the next hot commodity? I mean, there's a reason why he was, what, a fifth-round pick when he was drafted? I, I think if, if people are smart, and I think Rick Spielman really is. He's the general manager of the Minnesota Vikings. He does a tremendous job. I think he's smart. And I don't think he's going to look at um, – you know, what he's done in the NFL and, and really trump 
what he came from when he was in Alabama. Because as, as successful as the team was in Alabama, it was a scenario, again, of A.J. McCarron being surrounded by talent. Like number one recruiting classes year after year and able to have that success. And I got to be honest, man, I'm, I'm thinking about all the quarterbacks that were on Minnesota's roster between Bradford and Keenum and Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know that that all of those guys aren't better than A.J. McCarron or better options. So, like, why would like I can understand if you're going to make a run for a, a big time quarterback or something like that. But it's A.J. McCarron. Like, what, what is I, I don't. I don't know. Like that seems that seems strange to me. It doesn't seem like it adds up. No, it, nothing adds up about it. I mean, if you were going to take one of those quarterbacks, would you not offer Case Keenum a, a pretty nice contract? Oh, over, yeah, of course. Over uh, over AJ McCarron, one hundred percent. Keep keep continuity with what you were able to do this past season. That would make the most sense. Like that's the safest bet, right? And even if even if things don't work out, and, and what they can really do is they could you know put um, a transition tag on on Case Keenum, and that's what I think they may do. Because you know he would he would you know get a decent amount of money. I think that'd be somewhere around twenty twenty one million dollars for a one year deal. And then he could kind of go talk to other teams and see what his value is. And he could see if other teams wanted to match the offer that the Minnesota Vikings uh, were, were going to give him. And at that point, then the Vikings would have the chance to you know come back and give him some more. So uh, that's one route of doing it if they want to keep Case Keenum instead of just letting him become a free agent. But, you know, compared to Bradford and Bridgewater, you know, those guys both might be better quarterbacks. The problem is the injury history. Yeah. And that's where – that's too much to necessarily say you have a lot of faith in either one of those guys being able to go out there and play effectively. What's going to happen with Bradford, man? Like, he's – this is a weird spot to be in. Is he going to get offered a deal by somebody? Um, he, I think he may have to wait. And, and to be honest with you, he's made so much money. Oh, he's made a ton. I, I, I don't <laughs> think it's going to matter. Like – Someone would probably have to come to him at some point, and he probably has a number that he's told his agent, Tom Condon, and has said, hey, I'll be working out. I, you know, I, That's who I am. I'll stay in good shape. But if, if a team's interested, here's the asking price. You know, Come get me. But it might be like a Jay Cutler type thing where unless you're going to pay me $10 million, you know, something along those lines, maybe five, eight, whatever it may be. I don't know what the number is. But he might say that to his agent. And he said, call me when that team needs someone because we all know quarterbacks go down. We all know – They'll draft a rookie, and all of a sudden he's not ready. And they'll need to bring in a veteran guy like that. I think you know when he's healthy, he can play at a high level. Yeah. You know, he, he showed that la- not in this past season, the season before. Uh, unfortunately, it's really been the health that's plagued his entire career. And you just think about, I, I, I don't know, like if, so, if you were to tell somebody like years from now, they ask you about Sam Bradford. Like, is there, is there another quarterback that you can think of that has been riddled or had more bad luck when it comes to injuries than Sam Bradford. I mean, he just never got a break. And I don't know if it's his – I remember hearing something in college where they said he had that issue with his shoulder, and it was like, well, he doesn't know how to fall right. He doesn't know how to take a sack. I remember thinking to myself, well, how the hell are you supposed to take a sack? Like, like what does that even mean? Like, hey, hey, if you jump well, off a building, land this the, way. What? How does that work? Is, there is something, too, and I don't know why, what it is. It's kind of like the it factor in quarterbacks that people always talk about, or he has it but they can't really verbalize what that is. You know, for some guys, they just, like Russell Wilson, he seems to never take a big hit. He seems to, like, fall down and not get hurt. Other guys who are more athletic, they tend to get hurt for some reason whenever they're scrambling or running around. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next, there is a, a quarter, another quarterback situation in the NFL that we've seen before, and we saw it very, very recently. We'll tell you what that is next on FSR.
so we got ourselves a, uh, it's kind of a trickle-down effect. There's all sorts of things that are going to take place, and then it's going to cause one thing, like a chain reaction, I guess, if you will. That is happening in the NFL free agent market. We will explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. He is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance, visit geico.com for a free rate quote. What's up, Toots? <laughs> I'm just kind of waiting to see where you're going to go next. Um, well, listen, man, uh, you know, this is uh, – now, I do want to let you know that Live Bet Jesus, I have a – I did receive a whisper in the wind. Um, well, I mean, he doesn't text. Um, he doesn't uh, – he gambles and uh, he drinks. And uh, let's see, what else do I do? Uh, and that's pretty much it. The Live Bet Jesus, um, <laughs> he uh, so he did not text, but I did receive a whisper in the wind that he will be making an appearance at the end of this segment. He has spotted a sporting event that he wants in on, he feels comfortable with, and he is going to be making a pick uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So, I mean, come on. I, I pray, <laughs> I pray that it's going to be the NBA All-Star. <laughs> I have no idea, man. And not... Not the 2018 Winter Olympics. Oh, look, whatever look, events going on right now, I just I hope it's going to be that NBA All Star, and not the Winter Olympics. Man, I, I man, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older. And your wife's an Olympian, and uh, was she an Olympian once or twice? Once. Okay, she was an regardless, still an Olympian. It's an amazing feat. Yeah. Is there sort of a competitive rivalry between the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics? Because she was a gymnast, so she was yeah. top, top, top top of the food chain when it came to to athletics and as far as gymnasts go is there sort of a competition between the summer olympics and the does she look down on the winter olympics <laughs> no no no, no. Come she on, doesn't a little look bit. down but i do think there's a competitiveness in regards to marketing because that's where a lot of these athletes make all their money you don't make much from you know winning the gold medals and everything i mean everything comes after that because the marketing deals that you then sign right so then it becomes the competition between the summer and winter athletes for the marketing deals. And everyone knows the Summer Olympics are watched much heavily or more heavily compared to the Winter Olympics. And that's just, you know, I think, I think it's probably because more people can relate, uh, whether or not you think that's accurate or not. That's kind of my take on it, only because, you know, track and field is something that, like, everyone runs. Everyone can look at a 100-meter dash and go, wow. That guy's really fast, or whatever the event may be in track and field. It just it feels like it's a little bit more relatable compared to people who maybe have never seen a ski slope before in their life and never been on a set of skis, let alone a half pipe on a snowboard or anything else. Yeah, I just uh, there's just some of these events that I don't get, man. Like uh, the dudes that, that walk out in on skis and they've got a a, a rifle and they're shooting skeleton. Stuff. Is it called? No, it's not skeleton. I don't know, but whatever it is, like like who who was sitting around. <laughs> having like ha- half a bottle of scotch and they're like you know what would be a good event for the winter olympics oh i know one why don't we dress everybody up like they're uh like they're on that movie what's that movie inception where they're doing the snow scene in inception <laughs> let's uh let's give everybody skis and then let's take the guns they use at carnivals to blow up the balloons on top of the clown's mouth and let's have them go shoot things in the snow Oh, it's a great idea, man. Here, here's a gold medal. How do you how do you get a sponsor for that? Who the hell wants in on that event? Uh, maybe a gun company. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, well, yeah, I mean, listen. besides that, yeah, maybe tough sledding, uh, very, figuratively and literally. <laughs> it's uh, very, very bizarre, man. 
Yeah. Very it's, bizarre. It's, it's, it's odd, but I find myself watching it. Like, like, like I'm guilty of that only because it is the Olympics. Then I feel like I'm, I'm fulfilling some sort of civic duty to our country by constantly watching the Olympics when they're on. Well, listen, I mean, I'm not here to judge. I happen to know somebody who looked a lot like me, name sounded a lot like me, and in fact, it was such a, a close resemblance that I'm pretty sure it was me who live bet the Japanese women's ice hockey team last Sunday. Okay? So I am not here to judge anybody. I am I am speaking from from a place of, of, of very embarrassing moments in my life uh, for that event. But, uh, but again, it wasn't me. Just somebody looking a lot like me. Well, right. here's the only question that matters. Yeah. Did you win the bet? Or Come did on. that person, excuse me, that person win the bet? Of course. Of course. Ooh, you hot start to 2018. Listen, you don't dabble in that racket unless you go in there wanting to win. All right? <laughs> you know, you sign on the dotted line, you're signing to win. You're not signing to just participate. Give me a break. Of course I won. We'll leave the other events out of it, though. Uh, okay, Brady Quinn, I need to ask you this. We were talking about A.J. McCarron. A reminder, again, Live Bet Jesus coming up about five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, allegedly. Um, we were talking about A.J. McCarron and just sort of uh, that there's going to be a market for him and now he's a free agent and all this stuff. Like, you know, this kind of remind me of, like, do you ever think, and I don't know if we've talked about this, but do you ever think Cardell Jones kind of sits back and goes, damn, I should have come out? After those three starts, when I won the Big Ten title game and I won the semifinal and I won the national championship, I really should have come out then. Why did I go back for another year? Because he kind of exposed his flaws to where if he would have come out after those first three games, he would have gotten drafted higher just based on raw potential. Do you think it ever bothers him? Um, I've never really thought about that only because I think regardless, whatever situation that he was going to end up being, like he was a fourth-round draft pick, in 2016, I think when people dug it a little bit deeper this time of year, whether that's through you know interviews with him or the combine pro days and all that, they would have exposed some of those flaws. Like those three games that he had, they were amazing, and, and, and he <laughs> helped him win a national championship. But that doesn't—that's not an indicator of him being anything more of the NFL level. And I think I, I trust the talent evaluators and the scouts of being able to see that. And I think it would have been too risky at that point. Like, as much as you see him coming back for another year, not playing quite as well, and then all of a sudden getting drafted in the fourth round, I think there will be enough people who are skeptical of him that weren't going to take him the first, second, or third round. He might have been a fourth round. could have been fifth, sixth, seventh. Who knows? I mean, think about this. Um, Gerard Evans, he had a phenomenal year for Virginia Tech before last year. And he ended up, you know, coming out early, had a year of eligibility left kind of similar in the sense of was a Juco guy, transferred in, brought Virginia Tech a lot of success, statistically looked really good, and what happened? He went undrafted because yeah. people were so scared of trying to take a project like that on given the lack of practice time. And, and, and he, I don't even know if he made it past like a rookie tryout camp. And then after that, that was it, man. So I think he made the smart play because um, he at least assured himself a spot to get drafted and more time to develop because you only get one shot at that. And if he wasn't ready after they won the national championship and he needed some more time to mature, which I think he did over the course of his career, I think that's the smarter, safer play. Because um, here's, here's why I asked that. So, so, you know, he comes to Cardell Jones, decides to stay back. He comes back. He kind of gets exposed a little bit. So when you talk about that scouts and you trust the evaluators, how would they have gone about that? How would they have, have addressed Cardell Jones? If he decided he wanted to come out, obviously he'd go to the combine. Maybe his measurables would be off the charts because he had a great arm, and, and they look at him, oh, he's an athlete, but he's a raw talent. So would they put him through 
such rigorous individual drills when they got their hands on him that that would be the make or break on whether or not this guy's career would be determined and, and where he would be drafted in what round? Is that, is oh, that Yeah, what? I mean, not necessarily now, but once you get past the period of, of the combine and your pro day, you set up individual workouts, and, and you're really at the mercy of those teams working you out as far as what they put you through. So any sort of drill, anything that they want to do to try to test you or see your arm strength or your mobility – uh, your football IQ. I mean, I'm not going to say it's grueling because it's a quarterback. It, it's different, man. When you watch the linemen, defensive linemen, some of the stuff they make those guys do, they'll test them, their conditioning. They'll make them do a bunch of stuff, over, you know, things over and over and over again just to see how they react when they're tired and when they're frustrated when, when a coach gets on them. Like, they'll test them physically and emotionally more like that. For quarterbacks, he might be in a room for three hours. You know, I remember going out to the Oakland Raiders and visiting with Lane Kiffin at the time, who was the head coach, and uh, Coach Knapp, who was their offensive coordinator. And what they did was they set you up basically in a classroom, and, and they went through their install of their offense, and they taped you. And they taught you in the very beginning what it was, and then they took you out. They, they had you meet other people within the organization, go out to get lunch, you go, you know, go through the facilities and all that. Then they brought you in later on, and they wanted to see how much you could retain. So then you go back through installing the offense, basically what they gave you early on in that process. So there's all sorts of different ways they test you, and they try to expose things and see how you handle information and really how you learn. Um, and, 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 you know, the, look, it's not saying that they could always get it right, but they definitely will take you through a very strenuous process to figure out, you know, where you kind of are in, in your you know, football life and in your maturation process. And because I asked it now, so A.J. McCarron, he's, you know, the report is out there because now he's a free agent that, you know, well, the Vikings might be interested. There's going to be a market for him. Like A.J. McCarron's kind of a similar unknown. I mean, nobody really knows how good he is. They have a small sample size and he looked OK, but nobody really knows how good he is. So what can teams do? before they sign him or offer him a contract to try and figure out whether or not he's the guy? Did they bring him in a classroom and ask him to go over the offense? Is it like Gruden's uh, quarterback camp or whatever that, that show was that he had on ESPN? Did they, did they make him run drills? Like how, how did they evaluate him if they only have this small sample size to, dis, to term, determine whether or not they want to give him a long-term contract? That's the interesting part. Is he's not going to probably have to do anything. That's amazing. He'll probably be in high <laughs> enough demand where they'll do their background check on him as far as talking to coaches on the staff or whoever else it may be. And they already have an evaluation from him coming out of Alabama. So they'll rely on a lot of that information. That's why even if a team's not drafting a quarterback, they still evaluate all of them. So they have some sort of frame of reference or background on these guys for this particular scenario. And you know, at that point, they might work him out. I would find it very... Um, very unrealistic if they did. Because besides Kirk Cousins, it's A.J. McCarron. Like, that's the free agent quarterback market we're talking about. And, and, and maybe that, I mean, now Case Keenum could be that, although I think he may get tagged in some capacity. There's some other scenarios you could play out. Uh, but at this point, like, those are the top two guys being rumored. I think it's kind of crazy, to be honest with you. Um, but, but we'll see how things play out. I mean, here's the question. If you're a team that's quarterback needy, right? If you're Cleveland, if you're the New York Jets, um, whoever else you want to throw into that conversation. Some people throw in the Bills, even though they have Tyrod Taylor. The question you have to ask yourself is, is 133 pass attempts in three years in the NFL, how much more valuable is that to me with a guy who I didn't have very highly graded, right? Like he was a fifth-round draft pick to the Bengals, which means, you know, maybe was he a sixth-round pick for everyone else? You know, because they obviously took him at some point in the fifth round. 
uh, some other teams have passed on him at that point. So the, the question then becomes, is Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Mason Rudolph, you can go on down the line of quarterbacks. Are those guys that far behind him just because A.J. McCarron has the seasoning and three years in the league and 133 pass attempts in a live game? Like That's what you have to ask yourself if you're one of these teams because you're going to pay a lot more for A.J. McCarron and you may not get the same type of return as what you, you could get for one of these draft picks. Uh-oh. Okay. Here we go. I mean, listen, like it was getting late in the segments. So I didn't know whether or not the lights are completely out. Uh, I have no idea what the hell is happening. Um, I mean, somebody could rummage through my bag, and uh, and I would have no idea because the lights are completely pitch black. Something just fell off the mic. Uh, no joke. Uh, clearly, I have upset him. I don't know what the hell I must have done. Um, all right, so the lights are out. Live Bet Jesus is a character on the show. Brady and I have never met him, but he is a degenerate gambler. He is the holy one. He only gambles and live bets on Sunday nights when Brady, Quinn, and I are on the air together. And uh, there is a light shining down from the sky into the studio. Uh, Very breezy outside here, getting a little chilly in Southern California. But here comes a floating piece of paper. It is uh, floating down onto the desk here. Uh, Let me go ahead and grab this here. All right, let me... uh, No, that's Bobo's Tinder password. Let me grab the other one here. There's a bunch of papers all over the desk. The the filthy animals around here, they haven't cleaned up after themselves. Brady, I have the paper here. I have no idea where the Madonna music went because it just totally... I mean, talk about a buzzkill. Now the Madonna music is gone, and I don't know if I can read this without the Madonna music. Oh, there she is again. Sure beats uh, Kendrick uh, Lewis or whatever that guy's name is. (laughs) All right, so uh, here we go. Uh, Let me read this uh, verbatim here. I have it in this uh, this little piece of paper here. It is here that I live bet Jesus on the 18th of February, 2018, have chosen the under of 324 and a half in the NBA All-Star game. There it is. Under 324 and a half in the NBA All-Star game, uh, Brady Quinn. And uh, right now, Team Steph is leading Team LeBron 50 to 39, under nine minutes to go in the first half. So there it is. 324 and a half. That is the number according to Live Bet Jesus. I, I think this is a wonderful bet, a very safe bet, even though a three was just hit for, for Team LeBron. Of course it was. Why uh, wouldn't it now be? Now taking the total to uh, 92. But, I mean, think about it. Uh, we've got almost eight minutes left in this, and we're, we're not even close to halfway there. So these guys are not on pace to hit that number. And, and the way they're shooting and, I mean, the way they're running up and down the court, you have to think they're going to get tired, right? Yeah. I mean, at this pace, I you don't would. think there's any way – uh, these guys are going to be able to get over 324 and a half points. Yeah. I think this is a safe bet, a smart play uh, by you know Live Bet Jesus. Yeah. Um, although, listen, <laughs> he's been jobbed many times when it comes to NBA Live. In fact, I don't even know if he's won an NBA Live bet other than last week. Uh, been jobbed uh, several times. Uh, so we will see how that shapes up here throughout the course of the show. All right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next. Brady Quinn had an idea earlier in the show, and I think it's one of the most arrogant things I've ever heard in my entire (laughs) life. Find out what we mean next on FSR. Some very arrogant behavior by Brady Quinn. I'll explain coming up here in just a minute on Fox Sports Radio. That is Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, We are going to have 
another edition of Headline or Lie. Okay, if you're not familiar with Headline or Lie, this is your first time hearing the show. First of all, where the hell you been? You've been missing out. Uh, it's the number one rated sports radio show in this time slot on this network only when we're hosting. Okay, so that is, and that is all proven fact. Uh, but if you've never heard Headline or Lie, it's where Brady and I team up with two listeners, all right? Two, two of you can be a part of this. One of you teams up with Brady, one of you teams up with me, and we go against each other and we read headlines to you. It's either an actual story or it's totally made up. So if you want in on Headline or Lie, the number to call to get in on it is 877-996-6369, 877-996-6369. Headline or Lie coming up five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So there, Brady. You ready to take your beating again? You got a beating last week. You ready to get one again this week? Uh, I contest the fact that you changed up the format and you were willing to admit this in the break. But you came up with the asinine idea to instead of you read your headline or lie to my uh, partner, you wanted to read it to your own guy. Look, and and you since decided that you want to change that format mm. because I was going to tank tonight's headline or lie segment because I was just going to make everything so easy for my partner to get that I was going to win. <laughs> Listen, uh, adapt or die, brother. All right? Uh, that is the motto I believe in. And So I, is that I, the format we're doing then? Yeah, we, are, we are going to do the format where I read to your partner and you read to mine. <laughs> okay? Cause, and I don't know why you wanted to do it the other way last week. Uh, and even playing by your rules, I still won the game, which was just even that more alarming. That was not my rules. On a, I from just that stated. standpoint. You're but, lying. But I am, I am very confident. I am very confident. Uh, and this week's edition again. So, uh, all right. So I do want to get to this, though, Brady. Um, and before I do, I do need to tell you that uh, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We were talking about the NBA playoff format. Adam Silver had these ideas about, well, you know, we're talking about travel and we reseeded and maybe we don't have the conferences and all this other stuff. So you and I were throwing out a couple of ideas. My idea is you shorten the first couple of series, three games in the opening round, five in the second round, seven and seven in the conference finals and the finals. You had an idea to where you said, let's reduce the number of teams that actually get into the postseason. So you want it four and four, correct? Well, here's the problem. Let's say you went from 16 down to 12 or, or 10. You, you start to get into some issues as far as how it would work out from a playoff process, and there, there needing to be potentially buys because of the math. So that's the issue, and that's why I kind of just cut it down to eight. And the other deal is you have 30 NBA teams, right? Yeah. And how many go to the playoffs? 16. Mm-hmm. So you've got more than half the teams – in the NBA, go into the playoffs. So it just it seems like you're going to have a little bit of a watered down product in the first round anyway, because you've you've got a number of teams that sometimes make it in with losing records or around 500 records. Now, you could use the case of the NFL doing the same thing because they've had some division uh, winners with 500 records. Heck, I was a part of a team that was, um, or even losing records. But one, those teams have actually fared okay in in their wild card round games in, in the NBA history. And, and the other difference is you don't have a series. You have a one-off game scenario where anything can happen. So it ends up being a little bit different because, yeah, one team may beat the other team nine times out of ten, but that one game in football it might be that one out of ten. So that's kind of the difference. But I cut it down to four and four only to make the math simpler and easier, even though, again, much like your idea, it's not really realistic. Okay. 
I think that that is a that is one of the more arrogant things that I've heard, and I I think I know what you're doing here. <laughs> all right, now now get get ready. We're going on a spin cycle. All right, this is a spin job. We are. Go- I'm going to really sell you on something here. All right, I think that that's arrogant behavior on your part, because I think you look at part of the NBA as the people that can't get behind the velvet ropes. You look at part of the NBA like it's a gated community. Either you know the code to get in or you ain't getting in. And I think that that is very unfair to treat a large portion of the NBA and their franchises that way. Does that represent you, Brady Quinn? Is that is that your personality to where you think uh, you like to stand up there behind the velvet ropes when you and your buddies are uh, are tearing up because you're a celebrity and you can look down on the people that can't afford to stay up there? Is that what we're talking about here? Um, well, one, for starters, like this is all piggybacking off of your idea of the NBA playoffs <laughs> being too long. And now you're so a finger let pointer. Me, let me just let me just state <laughs> that. Like where I came up with this idea to help kind of prove your point. But now since you went there, yeah, I don't mind being separated <laughs> from everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing, man. Like yeah. no one needs no one needs any spilled mixed <laughs> drinks or alcohol on your new shoes or whatever else that you're wearing. Like I don't need all that. I don't need a bunch of guys bumping into each other looking to throw down because yeah. they've got nothing to lose in their life. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't uh, – you go ahead. You know Put what? up the velvet rope, whatever you want. I, I don't care. I'll take a little separation. I'll take my own little quiet spot so I can just hang out on my own. That, that's perfectly fine by me. You know, I was against your theory, and then once you explain the spilling drink portion of it, I've been burned way too many times. Way too many times I look too good in white V-necks to have it ruined by some slob who's drinking a, a Red Bull vodka or a vodka cranberry, and he dumps it on me. So you know what? I'm with you, Brady Quinn. Four and four, and uh, and let's uh, reduce the number of games. Uh, smaller is better in this regard, and that's the only time that smaller is better is in this regard. I am with Brady Quinn. Velvet ropes are up. Me and you, man, behind the velvet ropes. Screw everybody else who can't get in. <laughs> Perfect. Pay just your cover how, charge. Just how it should be, Jonas. Pay your cover charge. All right. Uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we are going to play Headline or Lie, the hottest game going on Sports Talk Radio, according to this show. That is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Steve DeSager. In Los Angeles, downtown at Staples Center, team staff leading the NBA All-Star Game late first half, 67-58. Guys, L.A. native Fergie was selected to sing the U.S. National Anthem. Uh, a little uh, selection of that. It's not getting great reviews. Let's what the hell is that? that a karaoke bar? <laughs> is that meatloaf? It's <laughs> almost <laughs> like meatloaf. She uh, she gave it her own flavor. Go ahead. Give it a shot. Sure. As far as the actual game that's broken Ooh. out, some decent defense. We've had four blocks in the first half. Yes, it's high scoring, but Team Steph up late first half by nine points. Steph Curry had started 0 for 6 shooting. Off the bench, by the way, it's Carl Anthony Towns with 11 points in six minutes for the leading side. Meanwhile, LeBron James has played the most minutes of anybody. He is, after all, captain of Team LeBron. He has 15 points in 15 minutes 
LeBron James with eight rebounds as well. Again, about three minutes left in the first half at the NBA All-Star Game. Team Steph leading 67 to 58. To college basketball, number five Cincinnati had a 39-game home winning streak broken. Wichita State went in there and beat them 76-72. Number six Purdue has gone in front at home early second half, 44-40 over Penn State. Michigan beat Ohio State. Duke won at Clemson. NHL wins for Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Austin Dillon took the Daytona 500 and Bubba Watson won the golf event in LA by two strokes. Back to you. Uh, thanks, Steve. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico, go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Let's go ahead and uh, we will pen the hell that was that came out of her mouth uh, earlier. <laughs> so that'll be, uh, I've already got it jotted down here, and we will get to that. Unbelievably bad performance. That is, that's, that's right up there with the uh, Mariah Carey on New Year's Eve. Uh, a couple of years ago, just First atrocious. Off, in defense of Mariah Carey, okay, she couldn't hear like the the backdrop and kind of the tune right. to all of it. Like, I completely feel right. for her in that situation because it's a big moment, man. It's New Year's, everyone's watching, and all of a sudden you're up there on stage and and yeah. you can't hear anything that else is going on, but your dancers are dancing, Listen. so you're just kind of trying to kind of pick up with the tune it's tough you shouldn't be able to hear yourself to know whether or not you sound like a sea lion being shivved in the middle of the ocean okay yeah, like that, that is, she was that was atrocious fergie's might have been just as bad so let, we're gonna go we're gonna get to that uh, that will go ahead and carve okay. out make her a special project here on the show all right uh it is that time brady quinn it is headline or lie time are you ready Yes, I am ready, and, and I'm, I'm in agreement with the new format, which was really the old format, okay. but I'm, I'm thankful that we went back to it. All right, so let's uh, let's get it rolling. News. Turn on the news. Is it a headline or is it a lie? Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn. All right, here we go. So it is headline or lie here on Fox Sports Radio. We have got jammed phone lines. I mean, we're talking 1,000 phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio Network. People cannot get enough of headline or lie here. Everybody wants in on it. Let's first go to line number 389, where Joey is listening in Des Moines here on Fox Sports Radio. Joey, what's happening? Oh, not much, man. Just, just I'd never even heard you guys' show before, and I just Thanks, turned man. it on today and... Uh, you guys are kicking ass. You, you better believe Thanks, it. Joey. Appreciate it, brother. Same time every week, man. Same time every week. Brady actually showed up sober this week, so you caught him on a good one. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. I'm not, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect, Joey. That's yeah. perfect. And you sound like the perfect partner for Jonas Knox. All right, so Joey, here's the deal, man. You get to pick which one you want to team up with. You can either team up with Brady Quinn, former NFL Notre Dame quarterback, or me, Jonas Knox, former rat at Chuck E. Cheese. What do you got? Hey, I'll take the former rat of Chuck E. Cheese. Good man there, Joe. Good man. All right, so uh, Joey is my partner. Let's uh, let's go out to Jacob, who is in Pasadena, listening on Fox Sports Radio. Jacob, what's happening? Driving back from San Diego right now, so I'm happy I'm on the line. All right, man. Uh, how's awesome. that? How's that drive going? Pretty shitty. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, why don't we not say that next time, though? You know what I mean? Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. Yeah, you know, it's just I know, I know, I know. Road rage gets the best of us, but uh, family show a trust here. Word anymore. That, that LA native in me, you yeah, know that LA native. I hear you, man. I hear you. Oof. All right, so uh, so Jacob, you're going to team up with Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, this is how it works. I am going to read either. I'm going to read a headline to Brady Quinn's partner, Jacob. 
Okay, he's going to tell me whether or not it is a headline or lie. If he gets it, he gets the point. If not, Brady goes and he asks my partner, Joey, a headline, and he's got to determine whether or not it's a headline or lie. So it's a team-based competition. If we're tied at the end of this list of five, we go to sudden death overtime. You got easy enough for everybody? Yep. Perfect. All right. All right, so here we go. So I will start off with Jacob in Pasadena here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Jacob in Pasadena. Headline or lie? And listen to the whole headline before you take your guess. All right, headline or lie? A member of the Columbus Blue Jackets was caught vomiting on the team Zamboni after a night of drinking with teammate Jack Johnson. Oh, gosh. That's been too far-fetched. You know what? I'm actually going to say that's a lie. That away, Jacob. That a baby. Yeah. (laughs) Totally (laughs) redeemed himself, by the way. Rough start, right. but he's, he's flattened it out. And All by right, the way, Joey. Brady, uh, who's your brother-in-law? Yeah. Uh, oh, Jack Johnson. Oh, okay. Just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Weird coincidence. <laughs> hey, uh, Joey, are, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. After playing together in the NBA All-Star game, LeBron James and Kevin Durant state they would like to team up in the future. That is a lie. There it is, baby. Sober this, huh? How about that? Uh, Whatever it takes, Joe. Whatever it takes. We're just here to cross the finish line. All right, so here we go. Uh, Back over to Jacob, Brady Quinn's partner in Pasadena, all tied up here on Headline or Lie. All right, Jacob, here we go. You ready for this? You got it. All right, Headline or Lie. A man in Georgia was arrested this past Thursday after a video showed him force-feeding cocaine and whiskey to a goat. Man, these things. Um, all right. <laughs> well, what state was it in? Georgia. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say that's a, that's a headline. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, really based on stereotype yeah. in Georgia. That's that, awesome. Hey, that sucks. Hey, Jacob, what if I would have told you? What What if I would have said Montana? Then what would your uh, guess been? Hey, I think that's a daily occurrence in Montana. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. you'd have to say, like, uh, I don't know. You'd have to, like, state a city. Like, like if you were said Chicago, probably not believable. Uh, anyway. God forbid. <laughs> Joey, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Thousand Oaks man bets mortgage on the over-under of the NBA All-Star game, loses, and his girlfriend breaks up with him. Uh... That's a lie. Yes. Hey, but you know what, though? Hey, Joey. I, was about to say, I just listened to your guys' over-under on it. 324. Yeah, How could you miss that one? See, That's easy. Yeah, see, That's what easy I mean? money. see what I mean, Joey? But you know what, though? Every detail he just gave, that is a possibility. Trust me. <laughs> uh, it, is a, it is a dark road sometimes, I can tell you. <laughs> you know? Well, so, you didn't lay the bet, Jonas, yeah. even though you are from Thousand Oaks, aren't you? I can tell you, I can sum up my relationship like this. Sometimes we're the Titanic, and other times we're the Glacier. You know? It just <laughs> depends <laughs> on which way the wind blows. All right, we go back over to it Jacob. Was an, it was an iceberg, but it's okay. You got it. Yeah, whatever, man. Are you That's sure you're sober? Point. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so Jacob is in Pasadena uh, ready. We are all tied up here. This is this is a fun game, right? Jacob is in Pasadena here on Fox Sports Radio. Headline or lie, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. All right, Jacob, here you go. Headline or lie. 
A raffle giveaway at the Daytona 500 gave one lucky fan a prize pack that included a jar of moonshine, a can of chewing tobacco, the soundtrack to Days of Thunder, and a FarmersOnly.com membership. I'm going to say that's true. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He set you up. He set you up, Jacob. By the way, I'd kill for the Days of Thunder soundtrack. Oh, I love that song. You are from L.A. You got that wrong. You are from L.A. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. By the way, way, Joey Joey, Joey calling from the middle of a crop circle hammered in Iowa, (laughs) criticizing the rest of the country. Hey, who said I was hammered? All right. You did. Yeah, you did, Um, man. Anyway, Joey, you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Thousand Oaks man claims to have explicit photos of Draymond Green is arrested for trying to blackmail him. That's a lie. Oh, baby, this is twisting the knife here. We are twisting the knife. All right. All right. Jacob, you got to come up big here. This is big time. Hey, hey, Jacob, man, like it's go time. You got to figure this one out. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. All right, you ready for this? All right, Jacob, this is headline or lie. All right, here on Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn. All right, headline or lie. A former Notre Dame quarterback flaked on an interview with me during my overnight show on Fox Sports Radio this weekend. That's a, that's, I think that's true, but that's not a headline. Uh, yeah, you better yeah. believe that's a headline. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Are you really trying to say I flaked on that? That's unbelievable. Oh, you guys, come can on. I explain myself. Come on, you got the point. Come on, you got oh, the point. He came jerk. up big. You know what? I was helping out coaching a showcase for kids who didn't get D1 scholarships who were being looked at by D2 hey. and D3 schools. Hey. And Jonas wants to try. Wow. Unbelievable. Listen, listen. Unbelievable. Hey, you got the point. What are you complaining about? You got the point. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, Joey, come on, man. Big time here. This is a big one. Here we go. Joey, you ready? Yep. Okay. Guy goes to Mexico to kill himself, spends a week doing coke and banging hookers, decides to keep living. That's a headline. I, I saw that. That's a headline. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I think, that sounds I think, great. I think I know what's going on here. I, I think this is one of Jonas's friends calling in now that we're starting to get. You're just tipping him hey. off. Oh, hold on oh, a second. Right. We've been kicking it for years, man. We got to be like a fool. Yeah, yeah. We have not. I, I can assure you we have not. Again, uh, listen, I'm, I'm in the, uh, behind the velvet ropes with Brady here. Um, I don't know. So, okay, so here we go. All right, now, Jacob, Jacob, this is the situation, man. If you miss this, it's over, all right? All right, so you got to get this correct to stay in the game. You're a point behind. All right, Jacob and Brady. Jacob is Brady's partner here. All right, this is a headline or lie here, Fox Sports Radio. All right, headline or lie. Two people in New Hampshire stayed outside overnight in the cold to make a point to pet owners who leave their animals outside. That's a headline. Damn. Well done. All right, Jacob. I got to tell you, man, you've been huge. You've been huge. All All right. right. Come on, Joey. Perfect score, baby. Perfect score. Let's win this. Joey, here we go. Joey, you got nothing. Apple employees keep smacking into new headquarters glass panes. What was, who's, say that again? Apple employees keep smacking into new headquarters glass panes. That's a lie. 
Oh man, we got a tie. We got a tie. I have a tiebreaker. Oh, I, I got a tiebreaker. We haven't had one of these in a I know. Long time. All right, so here's here's how the tiebreaker rules work. All right, I'm going to read a headline or a lie. Your name is your buzzer. First person to buzz in will have the opportunity to guess it. If you get it right, you win for your partner. If you miss it, it's over and the other team wins. Easy enough, guys? Yep. All right, here yeah. we go. Here we go. Your name is your buzzer. This is overtime here on Headline or Lie. All right, Headline or Lie, an Alabama man attacked his roommate over his stale cat and cr- all right, Jacob in Pasadena, Brady Quinn's partner. You think you know the answer to this. Again, let me read the headline, and you will have the opportunity to guess. An Alabama man attacks his roommate over his stale Cap'n Crunch cereal. Headline or lie? Headline. Oh, man. Wow. What a comeback for yep. Jacob. Unbelievable. Awesome. Wow, that's just, you know, that's just if, brilliant. If only Joey wasn't like – if he, I don't know if it was hesitation. Yeah. Maybe it's the booze and yeah. you have a slow reaction time. It yeah. was one of those two. Yeah, oh, maybe I'm Joey's sure. still on the set of signs putting putting glasses of water around the house like Mel Gibson's daughter in that movie because he can't <laughs> play this game. He can't play this damn game. You were so damn confident. Oh, I thought you I had it, man. So thought it was confident. in the bag. You know All what? Right. 2018's gone off to a great start for you. Yeah. Uh, this is this is probably the, the beginning to the end. Well, that, that was just an exhibition. I don't think we were really counting that. Were we? Oh, okay. I don't know. All right, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, there's uh, some show controversy we've got to get to, but we're going to play it out on the air for all of you next on FSR. Uh, uh, uh. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer was built to save you time and money by allowing you to compare multiple quote options all online. So head to Progressive.com today and see if you can save. Oh, man. I feel like I'm at a rave right now, man. Where's the ecstasy and the glow sticks? Come on, man. (laughs) Is this still the Black Panther soundtrack? (laughs) I have no idea. Yes. Yes, it is. I, I didn't know so that was Bobo a show. So Bobo wasn't theme. lying. He's going to play the entire soundtrack the rest of the show. Uh, Probably into Arnie's show. I mean, listen, uh, we, we've we got to – all right, so Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here at Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, the, the uh, that's that's a good one to play over over the dulcet town sta- sounds of Arnie Spanier's voice. Uh, we into the late hours on Fox Sports Radio, the Black Panther soundtrack. Nothing would be more appropriate than that for Arnie Spanier. Get ready. Um, all right, so uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, I got a phone call during the break. Did you? Yeah. It was uh, very disturbing Ooh. Um, from my uh, my girlfriend. Um, is she listening? Yeah. So, well, I hope, I'm glad she didn't hear the, the stuff we did earlier in the show. I thought, I thought you told us that she doesn't always listen. In fact, she seldom listens. She seldom listens, but for some reason she thought that the drive-thru at McDonald's was the right time to turn on the show. I am, I am <laughs> just disgusted at the food selection uh, that she has decided to take part in. Uh, this evening. So uh, there's that story. But also, we've got to get back to a little bit of controversy here because I don't know whether or not there was uh, an issue in the latest edition of Headliner Live. So Brady Quinn was uh, set to be a guest uh, on my highly rated weekend overnight show here on Fox Sports Radio. I figured, hey, you know, we're partners. Like, you know, Brady's got a show. <laughs> Never asked me on, but I always ask him on my show because I want to be able to promote the show and all that stuff. <laughs> and And so... 
Brady just, I mean, I'm waiting around and you just no-showed. No call, no answer, no text, no nothing. I mean, we're calling your house, calling the, calling the line. Uh, at one point, your daughter Sloan <laughs> Cause, cause picked up. Because I have up. a landline. Yeah. I, I have a landline. I, I mean, right. at one point, your daughter picked up and said he's busy and hung up the phone. And I'm like, what the hell's <laughs> going on here? Is this how you treat somebody? And I just wanted to know what the hell the issue was. Yeah, if if I could, if my daughter could actually have a conversation like that, that would be wonderful. Because believe me, like dinner time and trying to get her to figure out what she wants and why she's not eating sometimes <laughs> is one of the biggest stressors in a day, which is not a, a big problem in the grand scheme of things. Um, so yeah, it's actually this pretty cool. I'm part of the Orange Bowl committee, and as I kind of alluded to, you know, kids who slip through the cracks and don't end up making like getting a D1 scholarship, they put on a showcase for kids in South Florida. Um, for D2 and D3 schools. So it's actually pretty neat. Um, they started the registration early. It's kind of a combine, then mixed with some like on the field stuff. And the issue was is you wanted me to try to come on with you yeah. early, right? Because I'm on the East Coast, so the mm-hmm. time change kind of works out. The problem is is I had to get her up early, which is not good. Anyone who knows the old saying, you don't wake up a sleeping baby. Mm-hmm. Well, that was unfortunately what I had to do to kind of get her fed and get her ready. So the babysitter, who's not accustomed to doing this because we just fired her nanny, um, <laughs> we had to get her kind of prepared for the day. So it was a little bit of a transition between me having to leave at oh. the butt crack of dawn. So what you're saying is that your daughter takes priority over my weekend overnight Just show. a little bit. Just a little bit. Unbelievable. I don't know whether or not I'm going to come back. Stick around to find out <laughs> if I decide to do the show. So there's an NFL story out there that has no chance of happening. No shot in hell that this actually happens. But if it did, I think it would be wonderful. We'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. That guy is Brady Quinn. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can uh, find us on the iHeartRadio app, and we do this show every single week, same time, same place, 8 to 11 Eastern time, 5 to 8 Pacific time here on Fox Sports Radio, and all from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. How much longer are the Olympics going to be on? Can we just, I mean, skip past all this? I've seen enough. Are really? I, I'm good I with mean, this. Like, is it because need? the U.S. is getting beat out right now by, I believe, the Netherlands? But... I cu- I couldn't care less. I, I honest to God, like I this just doesn't like that's do it so for me. So unpatriotic, man. I really do. Uh, you like you think it's unpatriotic because I don't care about the Olympics? Yes, like you're not rooting for our country to succeed. Listen, and do I well. I hope the U.S. does well, but I mean, how long does this stuff go on for? Uh, it goes on for a few weeks, man. Okay, first of all, weeks. first of all, you act like you're you're uh, Willie Winter Olympic over there. Okay, you don't you don't care about the Winter Olympics. I do. I I told you I would rather watch right now the Winter Olympics than the NBA All Star Game. Even though in the break, Bo and I are just discussing this. I kind of like this format. Like, I do think it's a little bit more competitive. I think it's intriguing to see, like, how potential superstars could play with one another, right? Just seeing this. I actually I actually really like this format. I think they should continue this uh, moving forward. But that being said, it's only one half of basketball. And uh, we still haven't gotten to Fergie's awful national anthem yet. Oh, trust me. I've set aside a special block for, for one of the worst things you'll ever hear on radio. Um, that will be coming up. In in a, in a short time, I want to make sure we have all the proper tools for that, so we so we will have that here coming up uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, and by the way, if you are looking uh, for something else out there uh, that you want to watch on mute while you listen to this show, uh, there is a UFC event on Fox Sports One. 
So Channel 219 for you DirecTV subscribers. Fox Sports 1, there's a UFC event, a live UFC event. Actually, some good fights coming up. So so there's that. Listen, just trying to hear here to help people, man. That's all we do. Let me ask you this. So this story comes out in uh, the NFL to where, you know, it's free agency and you hear these rumors and a lot of this stuff is just crap. What do you make of the story that came out that the Washington Redskins – would consider placing the franchise tag on Kirk Cousins. And a lot of people point to the fact that they are a very petty organization, but that they would place the franchise tag on Kirk Cousins. After all of this, trading for Alex Smith, all of that stuff, that they would still franchise Kirk Cousins on his way out. I'm not sure what to make of it, only because I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's speculation uh, that someone may have made. And I I, I can't read into that much because it doesn't make sense. I mean, if if you're a team – and you witness the Redskins that try to put Kirk Cousins on the franchise tag in order to trade him so they could get value for it. Um, it's like you know what the end result is. Like they need to get rid of Kirk Cousins. They would be cash-strapped at that point, given the trade that they try to make to get Alex Smith to be their quarterback. So you know that they don't want him. And if they franchise tagged him, they'd be paying him $34 million under a one-year deal because it's the third year in a row He's been franchise tagged. So that not only creates an issue for the Redskins, it creates an issue for whatever team then trades for him because Kirk Cousins and his representation are going to say, well, guess what? You knew exactly what you were getting, the player as well as the contract. So if you're going to pay us $34 million for one year, there's the starting point for our average annual salary. So I think if Bruce Allen and the rest of the, the brass there in Washington went and spoke to other teams – about potentially doing this, which, you know, again, these, these are the sorts of conversations they're not supposed to have. I would imagine that most teams would come back to them and say, what are you thinking? You're putting us in a terrible situation to try to negotiate a long-term deal. Um, so, of course, we don't want you to do this because, you know, then, then the trade's not going to go through. Like, we're not going to give up compensation for having to absorb a quarterback who wants at least $34 million per year for an average annual salary. So, that's why, from an economic standpoint, it's not going to happen. Uh, but it would be a lot of fun to talk about if they actually. Oh did man! It. Well, because then we just we could do a bracket, like an NCAA tournament style bracket, um, to where we put all thirty-two teams in, and we would seed which teams are dumb enough to actually do that trade. Okay, like that. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun, and we can we can just you know kind of go week by week and preview matchups and all that stuff. You know, the eight seed versus the nine seed, all of that, but. This is where this this is the part of this that, that I'm that I'm really confused on. Okay, and I trust your judgment. I trust Brady Quinn's judgment on like everybody has an opinion on sports or something like that. But the one thing that I that you and I see eye to eye on, there are certain character traits with people that bother us. Okay, certain things about people and when people do things that really really bug us. So we kind of see eye to eye on that. So I trust your judgment on this. What am I missing on the Kirk Cousins and his behavior in D.C. to where that organization is not only not going to want him around long term, but they want to kind of give him a little shove in the back or a kick in the ass on his way out the door to try and try and screw with him when he heads to free agency? What what is, what is he like there from people you've talked to that I am missing? Because I've always heard from everybody he's a good dude. I think he's done some things at some opportune times for him that have just rubbed people the wrong way. Like what? You like that? I I think that (laughs) statement wasn't just made to the media. 
it was made to other people okay. out there who hadn't bought in. Okay. And, and again, it, it sounds like something small, but here's the thing. You know how this works. Because we work in, in the radio industry. You meet people who are in the radio industry that have gigantic egos. Yeah. And you meet athletes and all these other people who are, are the same. There are some Thank God you said hears. egos, by the way. <laughs> Not on this show. Um, there are there are some who have rabbit ears and they hear everything that's said, right? And they take offense to stuff. And that's an instance that I think, you know, Bruce Allen and maybe even Dan Snyder, maybe even their owner, because this all goes back to the beginning. D- Dan Snyder wanted Robert Griffin the third. Yes. That was his draft pick. It didn't work out. You know what guys with big egos have a hard time doing? They have a hard wrong. time admitting they're wrong. Yep. And this is a scenario where I think in the end that unless they took him to the playoffs and had a great string of it, won the MVP, or won a Super Bowl, that was what it was going to take to convince Dan Snyder that it's okay to admit he's wrong. And even man. then, I think he'd probably try to spin it and make the case that you know, all along while well, I was a part of it. You know, we drafted this that's, guy. But that, that was Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan's draft pick. You know what that is? That's Daniel Snyder running the team like a fan. Like, that's fanboy yeah. stuff. That's like, don't make fun of my favorite player. I bought his jersey. I have his stuffed animal. I wanted a claw machine. Don't make fun of him and don't trade him because I want to keep my investment. Like, that's that's fanboy stuff. The fact that he's still holding – and I totally buy into it. And here's the other thing. Like, if you're in – like, organizations in the NFL, like, there are a lot a lot of it is about optics, right? Like, they'll make moves – based oh. on on perception publicly 100 and, and i think that that's been done in the nfl especially recently with how like the focus and how much attention is on the nfl at all times especially during the season like the redskins off season last year was such a disaster with the McLuhan stuff and uh, the 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 rumors that were being spread that he's back on the sauce and then in an article that came out that that uh, Bruce Allen walks around drinking Coors Lights like they're Capri Suns. Like, there's like, like this whole, like, the way they painted the whole organization was just such a mess that you would think, like, if you could do a guy a solid who's never gotten, he's never gotten a DUI, he's never been in any public trouble or anything like that, you would think you could do the guy a solid and just sort of wash your hands with it and say, hey, man, best of luck. I really appreciate everything you did for us. And still, like, less than a year later, they're acting like this. It's it's crazy to me that the organization is run that way. The other thing that's bizarre is they're still using Scott McLuhan's, um, you know, kind of draft analytics, the way they go about scouting players. And, and other teams, actually, now that um, he's kind of started, like, more consulting for other teams, there's multiple teams now that are looking at the way he breaks down players, the way he grades players. He, he's, he's thought of very highly in that regard, right, as far Incredibly as evaluating highly. talent. Yeah, he's one of the best in the business, and that's why you, you see that. And if you go through the draft picks that he, he was a part of during his time in Washington, he was pretty darn successful. And you can make the same case for during his time in Seattle. Yeah. Just follow him throughout the course of his career. He's been very, very good at identifying talent, both in, in early rounds and late rounds, and be able to maximize um, you know the, the draft picks that any team has on any given year. So it, it's kind of sad to think that because of whatever personal issues he was going through or differences in opinion, that they, they, they took away one of their best assets to that team in Washington. And I think they're going to lose another one because Kirk Cousins is going to become a free agent. And, and when he does, someone's going to pay him a lot of money. He's going to get the contract that they wanted. And fortunately for the Redskins, they've got Alex Smith. But his window of playing is not as long. 
as what Kirk Cousins is. And here's the other issue is he's, he might find himself in the same scenario he was in in Kansas City. There's nothing that says the Redskins can't address the fact that they'll have Alex Smith as their day one starter, but maybe potentially another first-round pick who's in the waiting that's going to develop for a year or two behind Alex Smith. That's not outside the realm of what could occur. So once again, though, there could be a transition at quarterback after a year or two, and Alex Smith might not play up to, to that ability because this is the third time he's had to deal with this in San Francisco, Kansas City, now potentially Washington, if this trade goes through on, on the first day of the new league year. Uh, from people you talk to around the NFL, Brady Quinn, what is Bruce Allen's reputation around the league? You know, in certain circles, he's respected, and, and, and people believe in his ability as a front office or general manager. Whatever title you want to give him for running that side of things. Uh, and then there's others who, who don't have the same you know, feelings towards him. Um, they, there's a little bit of a different tone taken mm-hmm. towards him and as far as what they think. Um, just to put it lightly, I mean, you, you can't say mm-hmm. you know, everything that people say and talk about uh, <laughs> when you're not necessarily on the record or when you're talking mm-hmm. in, in private conversations. Yeah. All right. Nice work there, by the way. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, that's some bobbing and weaving there. That was good. You're getting good at this whole thing, man. Well, I'm trying to. Very yeah. good. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I'll say it. I've heard Bruce Allen's a pain in the ass. Okay, so I'll say <laughs> it. Uh, that's that's just what I've heard. So there, there's, there's that. Um, all right, so coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, this is one of the worst things you're going to hear on radio in maybe the next 20 years, okay? The next 20 <laughs> years, okay, this might be Why one of the worst things. Yeah, okay, Why you know what? 30? You're right. This is the worst thing you've ever heard in the history of the universe. We'll tell you what it is next on FSR. Is that Fergie? I, I, I don't know. No. This sounds like, uh, actually sounds like Darth Vader with strep throat. I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that is, I don't even know who Darth Vader is, to be honest. Why, why'd Bubba turn it off? Uh, I, I, because uh, his ears are working. That's why. Are you kidding me? All right, Brady. <laughs> I, I, I thought it's because we were disrespecting it. He gets kind of sensitive about that stuff. All right, here we go. Hey, look the event. The events on where guys grab skis and a shotgun and, yes. and go head out on the snow. What the hell is this, man? Is this called skeleton? Is that I, the name? Who knows. Uh, biathlon. Okay. No, whatever. Way off. Um, all right. So Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, we are going to have a uh, another edition of Over-Unders coming up here in about 10 minutes from now. It's where Brady and I, uh, we compete on uh, on some betting lines. Well, I believe this is the first week we've ever done it. We've never done kind it before. Of, kind show. of a competition. Not, yeah. not really so much uh, in reality, but in your mind it's a competition. It actually is uh, astonishing how much better you are at that game than me. Like, it really is. Like, like I, I don't even – and I forget about some of – and, always, and you know, here's the, here's the issue with the event itself because people are, are out to get me. Okay, and it's people on the show. All right, I feel like Julius Caesar. Like, I don't know who's on my side or who's going to stab me in the back. So we've got Eric Roberts, our executive producer, and uh, every time he reads my results off first because I think – that it means that I won, and then follows that up with your results, and every single time I lose. So I think it's I think it's every it's like a coup out to get me, and everybody on this show sucks as far as I'm concerned. So you guys First can all off, screw Eric yourselves. has openly said on air that he supports you in that, and he actually wants you right. to win because you lose so often. Yeah, right. 
He said that. He actually was quoted I've saying that last that week. I've said that you call me out so much that I just don't mind when you lose. Well, first of all. That's kind of the same, the same thing, isn't it? Oh, I mean, come on. First of all, there, there's clearly favoritism on this show because, it, like, Bobo posts uh, videos on Instagram where he's working out and he's got gloves on. Like, he's, like he's putting on mittens to go play in the snow. Come on, man. Be an adult. Take the gloves off. Get some calluses on your hands. Okay? Um, That's first and foremost. There's a couple of reasons why I wear gloves, sir. Yeah. Well, I, I still don't understand. There's a lot of way we could go with that, and we'll not do that I mean, <laughs> because uh, I can't go into details. Uh, you can see what's standing. Yeah, to, I, I exactly. have I have proof that you don't always wear gloves uh, in studio right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, so that is, and that is another conversation altogether. Oh um, my but, gosh! But. See, in that's his why videos, me and Jonas get along so well. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh that's his, why. That's why. In okay. his in his videos, he gives shout-outs to Brady Quinn. And, of course, somebody he works with goes, oh, Brady Quinn, the former quarterback. And then uh, uh, the intern, uh, she shows up here, and she's got a Brady Quinn rookie card, and she's, like, like blushing when she gets to talk to you on the phone. And then all of a sudden, Eric Roberts, he like, promotes Brady Quinn and over-unders and all this. It's always about Brady, Brady, Brady. Meanwhile... I am sitting here, okay, every week, busting my ass to try and deliver great sports talk radio here, and I get no damn respect. So you know what I have to do? I resort to drinking and gambling, okay, because my life is ravaged with confidence. Uh, I, I'm not even sure how to respond to that. I don't know. Uh, besides I know the fact that, that. Uh, you know, it looks like Live Bad Jesus is going to hit his uh, over-under. Yeah. I, I know it's, it's still early. Four minutes left in the yeah. third quarter, but neither of the teams uh, shooting overly well from behind the arc. Yeah, it is. Uh, but they're playing a little bit of defense. Plus, it's L.A., man. Like, I've heard there's like, I, I guess there's like a strip club that's going to open up at 10 a.m. on Monday or something like that. Like, the, I, I saw that. That was like a report somewhere that they're going to stay open because all the guys are going to go out on the town on a Sunday night. And because they, you basically get a full week off now during All-Star Week, you, these guys are going to be, I mean, they're going to get after it. On a Sunday night, and Sunday night in Hollywood, it's a pretty damn. Well, dude, night. it's President's Day tomorrow. That's true. Yeah, Everyone's President's off. Day. Come on, man. Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so we've got to get to a very, very uh, important issue here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, what does it mean when Geico says just fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com fifteen minutes ago. So Fergie, um, <laughs> the uh, the performer. The, uh, the singer, the musician, uh, won a bunch of Grammys, uh, used to be married to Josh Dumel. She uh, is front, front woman for the Black Eyed Peas. Um, just dropping musical knowledge here on Fox Sports Radio. is what I do. And she was performing the national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game. And uh, it, it didn't really go all that well. So at halftime, Charles Barkley and Shaq and the crew from TNT – Decided to weigh in on the uh, on Fergie's performance, and here's how it sounded at halftime. Can we talk about Fergie's national anthem? Oh, stop! Don't do that! Don't do that to my Fergie. Leave it alone. <laughs> Fergie, I love you. It was different. It was sexy. I right. It was different. Leave it alone. I needed a cigarette after that. Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave Fergie alone. Good, hey, good afternoon, everyone. We're here. Don't do that, Fergie. I love you. I like Fergie. Leave it alone. Too. 
It was different. That was different. All right. had to be different in 2018. You can't do it. Hey. She's on the four, right? Huh? She's on the show the four. Because Whitney Houston did it different. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. on the four, so you maybe she have to battle. Wait, you're comparing that to Whitney no, Houston? No, I'm not saying. I'm just using okay. the analogy of being different. Whitney okay. Houston was right. different. Uh, it was Stevie Wonder did it different. Jeffrey Osborne always go to the land of the free. Marvin, Marvin Gaye did it different yeah. here. No, he did it right. You're in L.A. They did it different. There's a difference yeah, between yeah, you're right. They did it right. did it right for They did it good. So, um... So obviously the review is not real uh, positive for Fergie. And if you're wondering what Charles Barkley, <laughs> who, by the way, sounds like he'd been getting after it all weekend. His voice is completely gone. If you're wondering what Charles Barkley was referring to, this was Fergie uh, earlier tonight before the NBA All-Star game. What's so proudly wave at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous It sounds like a Christmas carol. Like, it almost feels like a Christmas carol, you know? I gotta be honest with you, man. Last time I heard noises like this, they were running after a fire truck. <laughs> I, I don't think it's that bad. It's just, it's like when you see an outfit and everything looks good and you get down to the shoes or something and you're like, yeah, that just doesn't go. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's and what it it's throws like. off the entire outfit. Yeah, that's what it's like. It's like she's got on an Armani suit and Velcro shoes. Yeah. Like the athletic walkers you pick up at Walmart for like 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah, like those, those water There's shoes. There's like the two strapped Velcro ones you get at Walmart. <laughs> It's just it, it, it like and everything looks kind of cool, and then you're like, ah, it just doesn't go together. Man, they're cutting. She's they're cutting to voice. like players, just, uh, and, like listening to this, and every single one of them, you can just tell they're trying to hold a straight face, and they go to Kimmel in the crowd, and he's just laughing, just laughing at it. No. Oh, that was. You know what the problem is? Oof. We need Jonas passed out. Jonas passed out. Hold on. Oh Jonas. man, that is. Uh... Here, here's the issue. It's it like stinks, man. Anthem... It stunk. Okay, no, no, but, but, it stunk. But the, Just say the it. national anthem doesn't need seasoning. It doesn't need any extra spices or sauce or anything else, man. Like you just you got to go out there if like, you're Fergie because she has a good voice and just perform. Like you don't need to change it up so much. Just because the venue you're in or whatever else you're trying to accomplish. Now, like, I'll, I'll say this. That, that's it, how you ruin a good steak. You it's, know? it's better than Carl Lewis, okay? You ever heard Carl Lewis's rendition uh, from, no. from years and years ago? We might have no. it in the system. If you look up Carl Lewis, Carl Lewis sings the, the national anthem. And um, first of all, I don't know who he got a hold of that he was able to convince. Usually you got to send a demo over. They've got some sort of 
you know, understanding. And maybe, listen, maybe Fergie got hung out to dry. Yeah, here it is. Listen to this. Honestly, God, you and I could go drinking for 36 hours straight and make armpit farts that sound better than that. Like, I mean, uh, like, what? like this, uh, we could do armpit uh, farts that would sound better than both of them. The first deal is you just got to know the lyrics. That's enough. That is, listen. Listen. Ooh. I'm telling you, man. Like, like the last time Uh-oh. I heard <laughs> sounds like that are usually running after a fire truck. <laughs> Alright. Alright, that's it. That's it. I can't, I can't yeah. handle it. No, 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 no. We said yeah, too I, we got to I can't I can't handle it. This is ridiculous, man. But, but this isn't what Carl Lewis does did for his career, you know? Well, I mean, clearly. So the difference is, like, Fergie does. She sings for her career. Like, like even though it sounds bad, <laughs> it's like, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a big difference. Oh, man. Well, it's better than Lonzo Ball's rap song he just released. I will say that. I mean, oh, both are better stop. than that. You, you know what? Bad, you man. made a pledge. You made a pledge that we weren't going to talk about Lavar and Lonzo. I have a really good theory on that. If you a, a, exactly. No, and and we're going to get right. to it because okay. you want to talk about no, listen, it. And I'm I just, just, I feel like you broke your promise, man. All right, I'm, well, I'm just being honest. Okay. A lot of broken promises on this show. You know what I mean? A lot this of stuff has been broken. All right. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it is over-under time coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, a man who's a professional who, when he cracks the mic, <laughs> it always sounds good, Steve DeSager. Yeah, not true, but I enjoyed the renditions and the comments, and it does remind me of a different Houston Rockets anthem singer. By the way, anytime the anthem singer himself actually goes, whoa, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a very bad sign. There was another guy at a rock in the 80s at a Rockets game, not a famous guy, and this is how it ended. <laughs> is that Tarzan? <laughs> it sounds like Tarzan. You know, you got to give him credit for just going for it. He just kept with it. So congratulations. Anyway, a minute left in the third quarter of the NBA All-Star Game in L.A. It is Team LeBron now in the lead, 109-107. Team Steph, by the way, uh, their captain not shooting well. He's 3 of 12 from the floor, and James Harden is 3 for 13. For Team LeBron, LeBron James in 21 minutes has 19 points and 10 rebounds. He is the leading scorer and has the most minutes on his team. We are brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. NASCAR's Daytona 500 was today on Fox TV. Austin Dillon.
Dillon the winner, taking the lead on the last lap, bumping Eric Almirola out of the way. Bubba Watson took the golf event in L.A. by two strokes. Phil Mickelson was four back. And in college basketball tonight, number six Purdue has beaten Penn State 76-73. Guys, you have mentioned Black Panther throughout the show. I got to say, Associated Press said at the NBA All-Star site at Staples Center this weekend, quote, people are going nuts for Chadwick Boseman here at courtside. He is absolutely one of the biggest movie stars in the world right now, the lead in that movie. And by the way, he played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42 just a few years ago, played James Brown in a movie. I did not realize he had played... uh, I think it was uh, Floyd Little in that Ernie Davis movie, The Express, remember, a, a few oh, years yeah. ago? Yeah, oh, yeah and okay, the yeah. Thurgood Marshall movie as well. Anyway, Black Panther opening on a holiday weekend, so they still have more money to make tomorrow. It's going to gross over $200 million just for this first weekend. It's going to be one of the biggest openings ever. Good for him, man. Yeah. Good for him. Get paid. Get paid. All right. Uh, thanks, Jonas Steve. said. Yeah, um Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Right now, it's time for this. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lion, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. And for that, we turn it over to executive producer Eric Roberts for this week's edition. Okay, so I won't try to string you along this week, Jonas. Um, so, but it was a strong week for both of you guys. Okay, nice. both of you All guys. Right. Yeah. You both went four and one last week. All right. Oh, a tie! Look at that. First, Actually, yeah, first so week we've ever done you it. You guys picked the same on, on three of them, and you split the ones you differed on. Um, the big topic last week was uh, the Phoenix Suns and how bad they were. So we set the over-under at 25.5 for the margin of victory in that game that they played the Warriors, the one where they actually Warriors coached themselves. They lost by 46. Um, Brady took the over. Jonas took the under. So that's where you guys differ on that Un- one. Unbelievable. Like, this is... And But you did you did get the um, number of Instagram posts by Tom Brady in a week, Jonas. Um, See, that's way more under, Jonas. That's yeah. way he, more He posted important. three. So I'm, I find I think it might be a trend here, you know? That's true. You know, uh, you Jonas might be... social media Yeah, stuff. he might yeah. be more connected to the social media aspects of the Snapchat, show. Snapchat, yeah. all that so. stuff. Snap, snap crotch or whatever it is yeah, called now. Listen, get me on Snapchat, by the way, at Draymond Green. That's where you can find me. <laughs> Wasn't there a, a <laughs> headline, maybe? Or There's a headline or lie about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, was. Thousand Oaks guy. Is that real? Was that a lie or a headline, guys? I don't Listen, that's a whole nother hour. It's a new audience, guys. Yeah. How do I know? All right, guys. So I'm um, looking towards next week's uh, pick. So we're going to look at uh, the Warriors versus the Thunder on Saturday night. Over under 69 and a half three pointers attempted by both teams. Where's it being played? I want to say it is in Gold or in um, Oakland. Let me check Wh- okay. real quick. Warriors and Thunder? Warriors and Thunder, yes. Okay, 69 and a half total threes attempted. Attempted, yes. It's in Oakland. It's in the Bay Area. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. Why Why are you going to take the over, Brady? Uh, well, first off, it's in the Bay Area. And Golden State tends to shoot well <laughs> at home. I love when Especially you BS your, your analysis. I no, love when you BS. BS. They, look, look at them. They traditionally have more three-point attempts at home versus on the road. You took the over because you wanted to go opposite of me. Okay, that's no. why you took the over. No, I actually believe they're going to hit the over of 69 and a half. 
What else we got, Robert? Okay, guys, next one. Another one about the Suns. I, I think I might try to find a Suns pick every week. Just this to is, make okay, them. they've already screwed me twice. You remember when, when Live Bet, or <laughs> not right. me, but no. you remember Live Bet Jesus right, yes. uh, d- had the NBA game on in the studio when you were in Studio Brady on New Year's Eve, and what team screwed him? It was the Suns in that game. And then they screwed me last week. They've screwed everybody on this show but Brady. Okay, I'm sick of the Suns. Well, that's not technically true. There was this one time. Well, I'll save that for the next Okay. <laughs> they play call. They play the Clippers and the Trailblazers next week, guys. Over under 205.5 points combined for them scored in their two games next week. 205. Um, young team. They're both home games uh, in, in Phoenix. I don't I'll, know if that'll help you. I'll out. take the yeah. over. I'll, I'm going to take the over. Yeah. Young team. Uh, get a chance to rest. Uh, you have, have probably hit that rookie wall. A lot of young players getting used to the NBA grind. I can see them coming out with fresh legs and putting up a lot of points. That's called analysis. So it's done, folks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take the over. Okay. <laughs> no analysis on this one? Okay. No. And that Jonas right. took all the time we had. For that. So without no football, <laughs> without football being played, guys, we got to uh, kind of look around for some of these over-unders. So women's hockey tonight, semifinal, USA hockey oh, versus Finland. Um over under three and a half goals scored by the American women. Under. I feel terrible saying that, but under. Okay, because I'm I'm patriotic. I actually care about the country. You're not I'm even going to watch. I'll Hold actually on. watch it. What time's that game start, Robert? Eight o'clock Pacific. Eight o'clock Pacific. Yeah. You're, you're right. I probably won't. I probably won't watch it. But uh, <laughs> you're hoping for like four a.m. Yeah, I really was seriously. Like if I can't sleep, there's something on. Um, I, I'm patriotic. I care about the country. Brady does not. I'll take the over. I mean, just because I took the under doesn't mean they're not going to win. <laughs> That's true. Even even though Finland's pretty darn good. Yeah, but are they? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'll still take the over. All right, guys. So um, being that there is no NBA action until Thursday, there's football is in the offseason, um, sc- scraping the bottom of the barrel for topics here in sports radio. Okay. Number of posts about baseball on Fox Sports Radio's webpage between now and next week. Oh, man. Over under nine and a half. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. This is not this, – this is, Jonas, this okay. is your area of expertise right from, now. From the FSR account? Yeah, on the ones that will come up on the Fox Sports Radio homepage. Because um, Brady really wanted to talk about Eric Hosmer. You I know there will be some about Tebow. <laughs> you know there will be some about Hosmer, maybe oh, one or yeah. two. Tebow will get a couple from the Jason Smith show. Nine There's and a half. couple in there sprinkled throughout. Nine and a half. Um, it'll be, well, it'll be nothing from, from my overnight show for two reasons. One, because I refuse to talk baseball. And two, because um, uh, I never get any, <laughs> never get any run uh, on the website. <laughs> um, let's... Uh, Gosh, over on I'll go the under. Okay, I still think it's a little early. I'll go the under. I think there'll be a breaking NFL story that'll take over. I'm also gonna take the under because it is the franchise tag designation that dates the 20th, I believe. Yeah, so my man, I knew that too. I, I, I think it's I think it's gonna uh, dominate a lot of the headlines and a lot of the storylines. And you never know, maybe Jonas will get his Christmas wish <laughs> early, and the Redskins will franchise tag <laughs> Kirk Cousins a third straight. Time. Me and you, man. I also knew that that was the uh, deadline for that thing you just said. N- not not the uh, deadline. It actually starts. Yeah, it's the first day in which you can tag someone. Whatever you just said, I knew that, man. Me and yeah. you. All right, guys, final one. Final one. Steve DeSayer kind of stole the thunder on this one a little bit. We're going to set the uh, over-under at $205 million brought in by Black Panther this weekend in the box office. Oh, who cares? 
Oh, yes, they oh, can. There you go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what the hell is Yeah. Hey, man. There's not many sports going on here, okay? I can't. Gosh darn it. Bubba was like so invested in this movie. I'm invested in it for multiple reasons. Why? What does that mean? That I'm invested in the movie. I really hope this movie does well and pulls a lot of It's already doing well. It doesn't matter. Well, I want to know what you think. So what? <laughs> what's okay? Your opinion matters, Brady. Hold on. Okay, so I'm, what's, I'm, I'm going to work out tomorrow without gloves now, thanks to okay, you, Brady. Yeah, that's how it should be done, man. Let's, Jonas was arguing yeah, about the gloves. No that gloves. Had to do with me. You you want to wear you want to wear some grips around your wrist to to get a better grip on stuff. Or as you know? Brady Quinn says, yeah. move some weight. Yeah, Brady. By the way, one, one by what one of your more meathead moments here on the show was during the break. Brady's like, listen, man, if you want to wear uh, wrist wraps when you're moving some weight, I, I think that's it's just one wrap. But yeah, moving some weight. Um, <laughs> let me let me see. I'm sorry, just Bubba can't be grabbing like 20 pound weights. No with kidding, wraps man. on. Come on, no I mean, no gloves, man. When have you ever seen me with a 20 pound weight in my hand? Oh, okay, okay. Go ahead and stay as far away from that as possible. Will not even go near that. Although I really do want to. Three jokes have already popped in my head. <laughs> um, all right. So Robert, so the, so it's uh, the amount I of money. The of amount work. of money brought in this weekend. Yeah, I'm and taking the over. They got the holiday weekend tomorrow. More people will see it. I'll and take. You know what? People will see this a second time. Yes. Um, like then that'll help. I'll so. take the over too because it is getting good reviews. Even though uh, it's one of these comic book movies. I saw Thor in the theaters. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago. Oh my god! How people watch that crap blows my mind. Like, it was awful, but you told me after you saw it, the movie was terrible, but for some reason you goes. couldn't stand up the entire time <laughs> just because of that Hemsworth guy or something. Yeah. Thor's hammer, shirtless. right? Is it Thor's hammer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's his, his thing, right? Are we done here? Yeah, yeah, we're done. done. We're done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Making sure we're done. All right, uh, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox here. Uh, <laughs> Fox Sports Radio, but according to Brady, it's Fox Thor Radio here uh, on uh, FSR. Uh, coming up next here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, um, a, a big moment, a big moment for Fox Sports Radio was ruined by a show host here. All right. We'll tell you who that is next on FSR. There's just a fun way to get it in. Jonas Knox, Brady Quinn here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we are going to tell you about uh, somebody at this network who blew a golden opportunity. Totally ruined. So we'll have that for you here coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes. Uh, Brady Quinn, there's a guy fighting on uh, the UFC event on Fox Sports 1 right now. That um, Hold on a second. My my left ear is now <laughs> is now gone because the music is cranked up so loud. So I'll be, uh, I'll be auditioning as Van Gogh next week because I can't hear out of my left ear now. The music is this so is uh, Bobo's just taking over. Yeah. He just wants to continue to play the soundtrack of of Black Panther. Uh, there is a a guy on the UFC event right now. He's fighting at lightweight, which is 155 pounds, and he's six three. Like, think so, about you're talking that. about is it Vic? Yeah, James Vic. Okay, he's sick. He's a good fighter. James Vic is a good fighter, but dude is six three, 155 pounds. And a bad dude. That's just you just have an advantage every single time you go into a fight. Like every single time he fights somebody at that weight, he's got an advantage. And it's at least I mean, this other guy he's fighting is five nine. So he's got walking in, same weight and a six inch advantage as long as he can cut the right weight and he does it smart. God, what a nightmare. In, 
in the words of Jonas Knox, yeah, um, yeah, from the weight standpoint, but there's a lot of things to grab there. If, yeah. uh, if you know what Jonas Knox is talking yeah, about, that, that is true. And um, he just connected on the right hand, so I'm telling you, man, James Vick, watch out. Because Mike guy. Tyson would have been like a good boxer if that was the case. You know, he fight as a heavyweight, but he's a much smaller, squattier guy, so he had to get to the inside. I know, I know, mixed martial arts is different, um, but I always felt like because I wrestled a little bit when I was young, and I was taller, lankier guy. As as mu- I mean, it, it was kind of hard at times, man, because you got a leg flailing out there. And yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It's a little more difficult. I think when you're compact, sometimes as a wrestler, it's not so bad. Um, do want to let you know that we have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. So the over-under for Live Bet Jesus, who appeared earlier in the show, was on the NBA All-Star Game, and it was 324.5. Right now, it is 133-123. Team Steph over Team LeBron, six minutes to go in the game. So that puts us at two fifty-six, six, Brady yeah. Quinn. You are safe. You okay. are in the clear. I don't think. Uh, I, I'm just telling you. If this game you know? goes to overtime, I'll never show up here again. Like First I will off, never place another. No bet one in my wants life. that. There's not a player, coach, fan who's watching this that wants this to go into overtime. Um, you want to hear about somebody who blew a golden opportunity? I would love All to. Right. So, uh, in less than ten minutes from now. Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier are going to take over here on Fox Sports Radio. Great show. Have been been together for a long time, and so we are always the undercard for Chris Plank and Arnie Spanier here on the network every Sunday night. And um, so I started hearing some stuff on social media that a certain something happened this week to where somebody on a rival network, um, Mike Golick, uh, you know Mike Golick, you know his son, yeah. Uh, Mike Golick uh, was referencing a story about playing somebody in an all-star game competition, some celebrity game, and he said that he played against Arnie Spanier. <laughs> but but he got the wrong Arnie. He actually was playing against another guy whose name was Arnie, but he re- just reverted back to Arnie Spanier. And so I started hearing about it, and people were laughing, and like, oh, Arnie, you got a shout-out. So I, I text Arnie Spanier... And I'm like, hey man, I I hear you. Uh, you were on, uh, uh, you know, the rival network. Good job, man. Nice work. And do you know what Arnie Spanier wrote back? No, what? Not a damn thing. Literally nothing. Big time me. All I did was throw the guy a compliment. That's all we do is try and pump up that show. Here I am trying to give this guy a little bit of uh, like a compliment to make him feel good. You know, in the middle of the week where it's negative eighty in Vermont, wherever the hell he's located now, and uh, he doesn't even write back. He big times me. Here's the good thing. Chris Plank's on the show, and he would yeah. definitely text you back. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I could text Chris right now. He, he, he would get right back to me because he's a good person. Arnie Spanier is not. He's a terrible human being. <laughs> uh, Plank and Spanier are coming up next. Only listen to Chris Plank. Do not listen to Arnie Spanier. Don't listen to him. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And- 